Bing. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. And uh, all that stuff. We're at CG Dealer School. I'm with my buddy Troy. Hi, how's everybody doing today? Yes. And uh, I guess we're going to keep talking for a minute. We'll let people... Uh, we're actually on time today, buddy. We're only five minutes late, which is like... That's not bad for us. That's a pretty that, good... That clock is wrong. Oh, that clock is wrong. Oh. Whoa, whoa. We're only one minute. Oh, we're on time. Are you kidding me? That's even better. We're on time. We're going to be uh, rolling out this show earlier, just so you know. Uh, we're going to be moving... This show is moving to the mall. We're going to be at our new space at Fashion Show. I wish we had more pictures. We're going to, for the next, uh, we're going to start start uh, posting pictures for everybody. Uh, basically, the first 10 minutes is inane nonsense, updates for the channel. Okay. Uh, because we're waiting for people to kind of load up Get and queue up because they're just now seeing we, we, went, we went live and it uh, takes everybody a minute. Some people are probably, you know, finishing up in the toilet, getting exactly. popcorn. Exactly. This kind of thing. Uh, so this is, this is actually a special thing. So Troy and me, uh, I always say everything walks in the door of the school, by the way, meaning okay. like every single thing that school is needed, Casino Quest is needed, they all come through that door. Interestingly, me and you worked together in 1996. I was only seven at the time, but <laughs> I caught a break and they hired me. Yeah, right. <laughs> we dealt, you, were, you actually started working there before me. December 1993. Yeah, so I came in in 96. I was hired in advance of them opening, opening the Masquerade Village. I was there about maybe six months early. Okay. For, I don't know, remember exactly. And you were one of the first people I remember actually seeing there. Uh, I started there. So I went to like nine to eight to fours or some godforsaken, eight to four or nine when the Masquerade Village opened. Okay. But I started on seven to threes, which was your shift. Yes. And I remember you holding court in the EDR. Now, you were the first person I remember seeing. Wow. And all those years ago. Uh, and I kind of sat by myself, but I was listening to you. You know, you were talking about a pre-shift that they had. Yep. Oh, and yeah. that was one of the first casinos that had pre-shifts yes. that I had worked at. And there, there, were, yes. there was quite a few of those. Yes. <laughs> Our voluntary mandatory pre-shifts, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yes. And so we, we'd have a lot of big players come in or, you know, or something would change. And, uh, yeah, they would have you show up for the pre-shift. Yep. And you voluntary, you didn't get paid for it, but mandatory sort of thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was always a thing. All right, so do we have enough people to keep to start the whole? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. All right, we got a few topics here, my friend. First, I wanted to kind of introduce. So, what's your what's your background? This is Troy, by the way. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Troy, you've been a dealer here in Vegas a long time. 1990. 1990. 1990. You started before me. Yeah. El Cortez. Ah. $1.78 an hour. You went to the left. I went to the right. I went yes. up to the gate. You, That's I where my brother went. Yeah. Yes. So back then, you basically, El Cortez Gate. Those that was really, it. That yeah. was pretty much it. Yep. Most of the other places that became break-in houses weren't really break-in no. houses. Like the Fremont will take some break-ins if you know Dice. That's not a thing back then. No. Lady Luck, uh, not Lady Luck. Uh, well, Lady Luck. Remember, Lady yes. Luck existed back yes. then. It's no longer. It's downtown Grant. Yes. Uh, the Mint would, but the Mint had their own dealing school. Oh, really? Yes. So the Four Queens also, what that was a good job. That Yo, was a table yes, for a table really job. job. A really good yes. job. You didn't break in there. No. That, no. Believe it or not, if you go in there today and go to the Four Queens, you, you won't believe that used to be like one of the best jobs to have in town. That's and how the business works. That's we how it works. We know that. Now, yep. not so much. All right, so give us, your, give us your history. So where have you been? I was downtown messing around probably for the first six months. Okay. Then one day I get the phone call. Frank Toady wanted me to come in for an audition at the Gold Coast. The Frank Toady. The Frank Toady. 
I show up at the Gold Coast. I walk to the dice pit to meet Mr. Frank Toady for my audition. And the foreman told me, oh, he just went to lunch. Come back in an hour. <laughs> so I said, okay. And I went to walk away. And the other foreman called me back and said, uh, hey, man, you're in the wrong casino. My mom took the memo wrong. Uh, I was supposed to be at the Barbary Coast. At the Barbary. That was the other yes. Frank Toady place. So I ran over to the Barbary Coast. Mm -hmm. And luckily, he had just gone to lunch, as a matter of fact. And I entered in audition with Jim Casper. Mm. Wow. That at the Barbary Coast. At the Barbary Coast. Yes. And back then, if you dealt dice, you dealt dice. Yeah, you just dealt dice. Yes. And By the way, just just uh, real quickly, because people don't know about Frank Toady. So Frank Toady has sort of been attached at the hip to Michael Gaughan here in Vegas for I don't Ever. know how long. Probably yes. forever. Michael Gaughan is the son of Jackie Gaughan, who started the Plaza El Cortez and then moved on to basically start Barbary and yeah. then ultimately moved on to the Gold Coast. Uh, the Gold Coast, he, he brought in a whole bunch of celebrities who helped sort of finance. Yes. Among them, Chuck Norris. Little Chucky. A little Chucky, yes. Chuck Norris, who uh, I, got to, I got to meet a couple times. He would come in there and walk through the place. Okay. And then now, Michael Gaughan segue to opening to Orleans, and then he sold the Orleans and the Gold Coast to Boyd, and now he is literally um, at the uh, South Point. Okay. So he owns the South Point for But keep going, sir. Keep going. So I spent two and a half years at the Barbary Coast, mm -hmm. and one day my best friend, Tony Francisco, who we're going to meet at the Barbary Coast, we're going to mm -hmm. golf one day, and he's going to pick me up. And he's going to the Rio for a job interview. Mm. We lived on the west side of town, and he didn't want to drive past my house to the Rio and yeah. come back and pick me up. So he goes, just come with me. I filled out an app just for shits and giggles. I don't know yeah. if I can say shit, but I just did. Yeah. <laughs> we'll edit it out later. No, we can't. Go Connie ahead. was looking at my application. Connie. She goes, how long have you been dealing? Yeah. And I said, a little bit less than three years. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. You need five years and oh, two yeah. games to work here. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Tough. She turns over my app because back then you had to handwrite your app. Yeah. And she said, where are you currently working? I said, I've been in the Barbie Coast for two and a half years. Oh, that counts. Because she knew we moved the dice. Yeah. She knew I yep. had five years experience. Mm -hmm. That's how I got into the Rio. Yeah. Only because I was going golfing that day with Tony Francisco and only because I'd been at the Barbie Coast for two and a half years. Wow. That was a thing. Back yes. in the day, the Gold Coast as well used yes. to move so many oh checks God, yes. for dice. Yes. So you got a lot of props for as a dealer. Yeah. I, I worked at Gate. I, I, mo I moved a lot of checks dealing birds at the gate because it's still a bird game. You broke in a bird game too. Yes. Oh, 100%. Those 50 cent birds. 50 cent uh, moving game. Yellow birds at Gold, Golden yes. Gate. Too. 50 cent moving bets. What did you guys have? What did you start out with? Same 25 thing. Cents. 25 cents. 25 cents moving? Yes, oh, no. Yes. I, I had the big time, buddy. Golden wow. Gate, 50 cents. To wow. I should have <laughs> went there first. <laughs> so that means 50 cent moving bets was you had to bet 50 cents in the com, 50 cents on the line. You couldn't just do a quarter. So uh, apparently El Cortez really was yes. a quarter moving bets. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Gold Coast was, uh, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it's Gold Coast that was fifty cent moving bets. Okay. And and the Golden Gate, I think, was twenty five cent. Uh, was still twenty five. Cause I, I remember we had so many guys buying for a stack of birds, play all day long. Yes. And then and then halfway through the day, whine about getting a, you know a pack of cigarettes and a yep. drink because they've course. been there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. All day on twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Or they get oh the rainbow. That so the rainbow was uh, twenty five bucks or one hundred twenty five if you could muster it. Uh, it was uh, twenty dollars, you know, stack of, a stack of aces, stack of bullets, and uh, five dollars for birds. Um, it, so when I went to the Gold Coast, it was um, 
It was also it was six bits. So you could do six bits. Uh, I think you could do seventy five cents comic. Six bits, by the way, seventy five cents. So seventy five cents. I think it was seventy five cents, maybe. I don't know. But uh, you know, there was eight across. That was like the yes. big time. But you moved a lot, yes. a lot yes. of checks. It was amazing. You had eight people aside all day long, especially on the bird game. You would walk in and you would go to that game just to see how busy it was because you knew you were going to be bent over oh, yeah. and see oh, what yeah. kind of action. Uh, and you just prayed for some guy to, you know, play greens, maybe, you know, reds to kind of, you know, break up the monotony. But, okay, so you go to the Rio. I get hired there, mm -hmm. and we were extra board. And back then, extra boarders ran a lot different than it is now. Mm -hmm. It took us both about 15 months to get full time. No. Now it's years yeah. and years. I got so lucky at the yes. Rio. That was the first lucky I was all lucky there. I'd never been lucky before, which I had some of the worst jobs you could ever imagine. Okay. Rio, I got lucky. I, I, uh, I, uh, but anyway, I'm going to let you go. Go. Keep going. After the Rio? I was at the Rio, and in our industry, the casinos that are making money today aren't going to make money every year. At one time, the Riviera was a great job. Yeah. Fantastic. I have relatives that work the Riviera. They made a lot of money. The Mirage still makes good money, but not what they used to make. Yeah. You know, and the Rio topped out in 2006. We averaged 260 a day back then, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it started going down. Mm -hmm. And there's theories as to why it went down. Nobody will ever really know. But all of a sudden, Aria's opening. Uh -huh. Let's apply it, Aria. I got lucky. I got into Aria. <laughs> back to the extra board. Wow. <laughs> right back to the extra board, wow. which was still good. We, I was still working at least two, three days a week, sometimes mm -hmm. four and five. Mm -hmm. You learn to balance how to make your money last. I got lucky and got hired as well at the Cosmopolitan <laughs> part-time. <laughs> All was on swing shift. Cosmo yes. and Aria, just uh, which at was the same great. time. Great. All that money, but yeah. working six, seven days a week takes a toll on you. Yeah. But there's a lot of dealers that work two part-time jobs Swing shift and graveyard. Graveyard and day shift. 16 uh, hours. 16 hours a day. Yes, of you just worked five all to seven. All swing shift. All swing shift. Yes. As many as you can get. Exactly. I know you know you know who um, one of Alex's friends, he's a Bellagio Cosmo dealer. He, he drives around the Bentley. The okay. older Bentley. You know, who okay. it, you know what I'm talking about? I, I've we, heard we, of we him, don't yes. need to mention him. But yeah. he had three jobs at one point. Hard Rock, Bellagio, and uh, Cosmo. I picked up a day for him, one shift. And oh, I'm like, did you? you really need three jobs? Yeah. He goes, I like nice things. Yeah, he does like Fair that. He, he drives a Bentley, yes. makes a ton of money. But to work three jobs? Yeah. Wow. He's also an accountant. Is he really? He, he literally, he does, wow. he does taxes too. <laughs> Some people. Wow. I mean, like, dude, when do you, like, go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to take a break somewhere. I mean, I guess that Bentley, there's plenty of room. <laughs> you could just, you know, belly up. All right. All right, so uh, very interesting career, sir. Great to have an Aria dealer uh, here at the um, here at the school. So you've been helping out as an instructor. Yes. And we also have you over at Casino Quest. So this is one of our new instructors at Casino Quest. But it's, it, I mean, it's easy. It's an easy atmosphere because yes. it's all fans. It's all yes. people who are interested in just learning. No yes. one's there to stroke you. No. They're all asking questions. You know, it's kind of a good thing. Um, you know, when, when I was teaching this class, you know, I always, we have dealers that start, all of them want to get to Aria, obviously. They all want to, like, you know, jump, you know, jump yes. over a few levels and sort of, they don't understand. You got to have presence on the game. You got to have confidence on the game. There's these, there's these things that don't, it's not about nepotism. 
or not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. You, you can't jump. You can't move no. ahead. You, you, even, but even like so, Alex had a lot of juice at Caesars and Wynn, right? But he couldn't go right to those properties. He had to, you know, he had to put in his time yes. because it, it. When you're breaking in, you just don't have control over your game like you do once you get some experience and you start dealing with all these. I remember Connie, by the way. Uh, God. Connie Miner. I wonder what the heck happened to her. Uh, she she also was not. I by the way, I was a terrible blackjack dealer. I um, there was uh, one day they needed me over there, and uh, we were we were doing the uh, breaking crew breaks. You okay, know where yes. one crew is breaking yes. another crew, and so they pulled me over to blackjack, and I was like, oh my god, I hadn't dealt blackjack in five years or something since then or whatever it was. Okay. And uh, of course, uh, as I'm I, as I'm setting up, I'm putting out my first. I got a card down inside. And, uh, you know, I had to wait, and then, you know, they gave me permission to pick up the car, and then I had a check down inside. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Everything's going down and, inside. And then, and, then, and then she comes over, and she's like, how the hell are you a real dealer? <sighs> yeah. But uh, what was his name? Steve uh, was always on my side. The ship boss? Our ship boss? Earl. Uh, Earl, my Earl bad. Hayes. Earl Earl Hayes. Yes. He loved me. Yes. He was the one who, who hooked me up with that job and, and, and got me squared away. Because okay. I, I, I was a dice dealer. I focused on dice. I, at that that's point, that's how it was. That's really how it was. Yes. You know, and they needed me. I, I was good. I'd play, you know, I'd run that cap game and oh, yeah. uh, deal that big action. I loved it. Okay. Here's what we want to do. First of all, we got a few. We don't have all that many news stories. We, there's, there's lots of news, believe it or not, going on. But one of the biggest things we have going on right now is if Dennis, Dennis has this, uh, did I send you the one about all the shows coming back, Dennis? Uh, you did, but, I but I think you did. You actually did. So one of the exciting things, and this is where you know Vegas is turning the corner, is we have a lot of shows coming back. 40-plus shows now are scheduled to oh, return wow. in the next couple weeks because they eliminated the moat. So they used to have this moat policy where everybody had to be back so many feet from the stage. Okay. And – if you know, a lot of Vegas venues built these really intimate settings. And so if you do 25 feet back from the stage, uh, there's no audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's back to the wall. Yep. Kind of thing. You can't have any. That, this moat kind of screwed everybody up, even if you had, you know. Uh, so besides the 50%, they got rid of the moat. And uh, a lot of really great shows are, are starting to come back. So that's a great thing. Uh, so, so what are your thoughts about Vegas making a comeback now? What do you think? I believe it's on the upswing just because of I see more people here. I talk to people, and I've been on the strip myself. And before, people were saying, oh, it's just California people, California people. Now I see people, and I see license plates from other states. Yeah. I see more rental cars. I know some people claim uh, Uber and Lyft are slow right now because a lot of those drivers would rather be on unemployment. But the ones that are out there are working hard. Yeah, they're, they're they're driving a lot of people around town, and I think our next logical step is conventions, which I know mm -hmm. Aria has been running convention tests mm -hmm. where they simulate the convention and they test the people before, and then after they run the convention, they test them after to see if there's any effects, and apparently everything's running smoothly. Yeah, the way the way they want to do it and. Strip's been packed, dude. Yes, strip's been absolutely packed. If you do, if you see any of the live feeds at night, other than the, other than some, I've actually seen some Vegas uh, vloggers who who purposely go to like, will wait for a stretch where there's no people, and then they'll like dramatize it. Oh my God, is Vegas ever gonna come? 
it, it, if yeah. you just normally walk down the strip right now, it, it's packed. Oh, yeah. In yes. fact, I, I tried booking. Uh, we are so busy trying to get ready for the new space. I'm trying to, I, I live kind of far, a little bit far. And I, I tried booking a room. We, the first three hotels I ran across, even one of them that we have quite a bit of juice at, no rooms, all sold out. Wow. Everything is sold out. Which is kind of weird because I thought they were limited in terms of yeah. the number of rooms they can rent. But yep. anyways, it's who who are we to judge? Yes. But uh, so conventions, if you if you're a business on the convention list, you better be booking for September already, because uh, yep. you're going to be there's we know of quite a few hotels already are at what they believe might be the limit. Uh, hopefully we open up to 100 percent. Convention centers are going to wait a second. Uh, the convention center, but interestingly, they think about this. Vegas took the last nine months. We talked about this last last week, building up all this infrastructure, getting right. itself ready. Yes. No one slowed down. Resorts moved ahead. Circa opened. Oh, yeah. Convention Center built out their whole thing. The Boring Company built their big hole under the ground. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, so so we're ready. In fact, if you if you talk to a lot of the the experts dealing with Vegas, they they're they're mentioning how Las Vegas is quite literally right now poised to be the number one destination if you're a business if you're looking for tra if you're an adult right. looking to travel with your family we're not the theme park we used to be no. and and that's been on purpose you know we we don't have circus circuses up and down the strip kind of thing but we're still circus circus but you know anyways all right so uh, next up we got it we got to mention that uh, what was one of the other articles that we had. Besides the traffic and shows, what what other link did I send you? Contactless booking. Oh, yeah. So let's let's uh, so resorts is uh, and this is really rolling out all over the place. So what do you think about this one? All the new tech. So this is Resort World, as you well know. Yes. And now they have a contactless booking system. So once you're in the hotel, you can book everything else on your phone oh, that wow. that you want to do throughout the resort. Okay. You want to see. Okay. You want to see a show. You want to reserve a cabana, whatever you want to do. You don't have to call or talk to anybody. You can oh, just the best. pull it up on your phone and whack it. That's the best. What I do really you think? think so. You like it? I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And I know from working at the mall, when I pull out to leave and the Knights are playing, it's right there on the side of their building. I know. They're showing the game <laughs> yeah. right there. That's. Uh, I was impressed by that. Now, there's no volume yet. No, uh, is there going to be volume? I don't know. Can don't you know. imagine? We saw the Golden Knights uh uh, we saw the show right on the flipping yes, building. Yes. You see, you think a lot of people would just sit there and watch the. I, the, I think so. I, I, the I think show? It, yes. Why not? It's yeah. a giant screen. Yeah, it is Everyone's a giant screen. bigger and better. Like yeah. uh, the Circus Sportsbook, people go there to see the giant screens. Yeah. I, I was impressed by that. I yeah. really was. Yeah, the definition of circus is fantastic. Oh, that sportsbook is quite something. All right, so so resorts are contactless. I think a lot of places are going to move to that model. I know already, even like Aria has, uh, you can access your room with your with your phone. Yes. They have a lot of contactless features. My guess is is that it's, it's just as easy to include this now to move on. All right, the next most logical story, by the way, is uh, what's your favorite game to play, dude? Just let them know. Just let all let them all know. It starts with a K <laughs> and it ends with an Eno. Eno. Yeah. It's all about oh, the Keno now. Because there's so many haters out there. Yes. We gotta let all the haters know. Uh, David's up about three grand so far this two weeks. We, we're working. We, we're putting together the videos. Okay. We're tying them together. I'm gonna narrate them. Okay. And we we, we hit some uh, yesterday at the Strat too. Oh, by really? the way, yeah, we had a fantastic time. I took a complete utter novice with me, someone who really never played, knew nothing about Kino. Right. And made him an expert in like eight seconds. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes, folks. Then, it's the easiest then, game in the world. Trust me. Is. 
And uh, I, everyone always asks, like, why are we playing Keno? Like, okay, our favorite table game is, is dice. Yes. Because we're dice dealers. Yes. You, you kind of like, that's just, unless, uh, I, I know some dice dealers who like SR or Baccarat, but most of us, you know, you can't help but like dice, especially if you're in it for a while. But Keno is like, it's a, it's, it's a vacation for your brain. Yes. You know what I mean? Pick the numbers. Autoplay. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, that's right. Or you can press the button every time if you like. Some people like to press the button. I like every to time. press the button. The autoplay, because then I really do fall asleep. If I autoplay, I sometimes I don't even wake up. I've actually just nodded off okay. and been like, you know what I mean? Right. At least the, the play keeps me in in, in motion a little okay. bit. In fact, Dotties doesn't even have autoplay. Oh, wow. They're missing Dotties. out. Yeah, Dotties. Dotties. Yeah, I know. I always swear I'd never go to a Dotties. You don't I'm, go to I've a Dotties? There. I've been there. Yeah. I, I don't know. know why. I always look down on them. But really? Yes. Wow. I'm like, that. that's a special level of gambling, but I'm there. Let's I thank Judy. Card. Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much for that fight. All super thank chat. You, Judy. Yes. So he has to load up the comments because we don't have that high-tech Apple stuff. So Yet. believe it or not, on, on other platforms, they have um, – where you can kind of roll the chats out. It's kind of oh, okay. cool. Okay. We don't have that yet. Until we move to the new space, then we'll have some new tech. We'll have some new people helping us. But uh, uh, we uh, just just so um, everybody knows, we're adding three more shows a week at Casino Quest. We're going to add a Friday early afternoon show. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Wednesday. This show is going to be moved earlier. And then we're going to also have a Tuesday. We haven't figured out Tuesday or Thursday, but it, it basically guarantees me and Alex are going to be at that space at least four days a week. Oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, one, we have this Vegas Influencers show. It's going to be on Friday. And I have confirmed that we are going to have a, a celebrity on the show. Oh, wow. And the, I can't, uh, I don't know how much I can reveal just yet, but basically, let's just say there was a company that put out a movie that, that became a big hit movie. And one of the people that doing another movie about is going to be on our channel, and uh, mm. and, and I'm going to be the first, uh, not not me per, but Scott Morrow and myself. Okay, we're going to have her. It's a her. I can say that because she has been confirmed for the 26th. By the way, it's Friday the 26th, and uh, I got a friend of mine um, uh, just uh, texting away, dude. I you know you get one of these watches and it's like no you just yes. can't ignore it for too yes. long. Um, <clears throat> so Fridays we're gonna and then and then beyond that. We're going to have casino managers or VPs or dealers like yourself. I mean, it's going right. to be all about, you know, Vegas casino and focusing on sort of the positive, you know, elements of, uh, of the gaming business, that kind of thing, because, you know, we're all about the positives. Okay. So let's move on, because we're going to dedicate most of it, because we have most of our fans, I think, are more excited the fact that about the stories okay we're, and about the, the career. You know, we have a lot of people that really zoom in on those things, dude. Okay. I mean, you know. And, and the fact that me and you literally work together, 20 uh, Lauren, by the way, I worked with Lauren, but I didn't really know Lauren. Yeah. You I knew because yes. we both worked in Dice. Yeah. We worked on Swing Shift. Yep. We, 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 have, we have a lot of friends. No, I wouldn't say a lot, but we have several friends who have since passed on yes. that, you know, over the years, of course, it's so, so it goes. All right. So uh, next up is uh, your game. I want share share with everybody your favorite uh, craps strategy. Oh, without a doubt, I think my favorite crap strategy is, and even though I've been doing this 30 years, I've known the Iron Cross. Everybody knows Iron Cross. But now I've learned about the Iron Cross, mm -hmm. which I think the best play is Iron Cross into the double tap, into the triple lutz. If you have a catch a roll. Exactly. Yeah. And if you catch a roll, and this is something I teach at the mall, 
everyone likes something different. And I'm like, if you're playing and you play this way, mm-hmm. one into the other, into the third, you're going to win more money than anybody at the table. Yeah. And not that it's a competition, but yeah. it is. Yeah. But it is. It is a competition. It's a competition between you and your wallet, sir. Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a personal best type of yes. thing. You know what I mean? It, it's a never-ending battle. It is a never-ending. Now, obviously, if you so so over the course, you know, because this, this that strategy for those of you who know Iron Cross, you went on everything but the seven. Uh, because you have five, six, eight in the field, so yeah. any number but the seven, and the double tap allows you to sort of power press, regress, and collect. So it's a little bit. At first, you play conservatively, so you can stay in the game, and then boom, you create opportunity for yourself. And we're going to get to the stories that we're we're uh, we're going to share. One of our worst players that we both have memories of that one, and some of the things that we experienced at the Rio together, and some of the stories that we have. We'll, we'll get over that, and of course, uh, uh, Dennis, are we stacking up the AM and getting the uh, AMAs ready? We have tons of questions coming. Okay. Uh, my, my favorite strategy by far is uh, Triple Lux. Right. Uh, and, and I just, because uh, even, w- even with Kino, believe it or not, I, I, I no longer grind away with Kino. I used to sit down, play my money, find a nice little, whatever the denomination. If I came in 20 bucks, I was, in, I was doing 20 cents kind of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that I could sit there and just relax and get some free. Now, um, you know, I typically buy it for 100 bucks. I mean, you know, mostly quarters, okay. and I go for the jugular. Right. I'm in and out. I'm either in. I might be out 20 minutes, or I'm gonna hit something, okay. and and then I and then I play on. The other thing, I, the, my other real key strategy is money management. Yes, you 100%. know, 100. Right. So so when we were at the when we were at the uh, strat the other day, we we won, and of course, uh, so we won. I can't say we won. I'll give it away because they haven't seen the video oh. yet. They're It'll still waiting. Yes, <laughs> still queued up. <laughs> Who knows? It'll be there. Uh, it'll be there. Um, so, you know, I, I, um, I, I create sort of thresholds. So once I win X amount of money, I create a threshold to re- so that I know what I'll walk with. I never, okay. I, I try not to go back into that money. Okay. Because like, people will say, listen, I was only in 20, I won 1,000. But if, once you're up 1,000, that's your money. Okay. Right? So now I, I just pick a tier to kind of, you know, replay or, go, you know, buy back in for. And then uh, what, do you, what do you do? How do you do? Do you just go all in? Or? No, I have uh, an absolute system for playing. Mm-hmm. I play a four card. Mm-hmm. And my first numbers I put are my twins' birthdays, 11 – I'm not going to say because I don't want you to open credit cards in their names. <laughs> but it's my twin <laughs> girl's birthday and then my son's birthday and then an ex-girlfriend's birthday. Mm. And all those numbers, two of them overlap. So I have three three spots and a seven spot. So I put my $20 in, and I'll play $0.25 cents a card. If I get above $20 – I go to 50 cents a card. Yeah. Every 20 I go up, I go up. So once I'm above $60 in the bank, Genius. now I'm playing a dollar a card. Some okay. places let you play $2 a card. Yeah. If you hit a dollar seven spot, that's $7,000. Seven grand, yeah. And every, I'm not going to say every time I've hit it, but when I've hit mm-hmm. for that, it started out as a $20 bill. Wow. That I just started winning and progressing. My yeah. OCD mind works that way. Yeah. And once I get below 20, I'm back to one credit a card. Yeah, I do. The, see, I do the same thing. Right. I do the same type of progression, and I work my way back. Exactly. And and depending upon what my buy-in, that's what I start as my buy. You know, yes. whatever that starting bet oh, is. Yeah, me too. I don't go below that, even if there's an option. Yes. You know, if I start at 25 cents and I can still play five cents, it, it's to me there's just no sense at that point. Yes. You know what I mean? All right, so that's fantastic, sir. So let me let me say this. So how long have you been a, a dealer? So you've been a dealer now for how long? 30 years? 
30 years. This is my 31st year. Yes, because I, me, it's been 30 years. Yeah, you started a year before me. Wow. Uh, very interesting. So let me, uh, have you, do you miss the bird game at all? I, I miss the excitement. I miss the new stuff. I miss mm-hmm. seeing things for the first time mm-hmm. or someone taught me something and the first time I'm able to do that specific move and I do it correctly because there's people that deal dice and there are dice dealers mm-hmm. and there's not that many dice dealers. There's not that mm-hmm. many dice games like we used to deal yeah. anymore. Okay, people yeah. just don't play like that. It's, it's more a of thing. a grind now. Yeah, it's a total yes. grind. So every now and then mm-hmm. I'll get a good game, an exciting game, right. and I get a rush on dealing it because yeah. I deal it correctly. Yeah, you know I don't take yeah. so many shortcuts anymore, but still, yeah. I, I truly enjoy doing that. It's uh, I I get asked that a lot as far as like the, the action has changed. So back in the day, like the Rio had twelve tables, eleven tables, yeah, twelve tables, something like I this. It was twelve. Twelve tables. And they would just be nonstop. And, and they were $5 to $25 some cases, and you had people playing at a higher level. So, like, at, at a Gold Coast, you'd have someone buy it for 100 bucks, get a rainbow of checks, you know, get uh, all sorts of colors. And, and they were there to play. They could pound. I mean, $100, you can wear, especially if you had dollars, quarters, oh, and, yeah. you know, red. You could really work, you know, $8 across, a power press, incumbents, down with that. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do with that money. When you're when when then you just have one hundred dollars in all red, there's less you can do with that. There's less options it goes available a lot to you. Faster. It goes a lot faster. Oh, yeah. But amazingly, at the Rio, we we had such an eclectic group of players. You would have one guy in, you know, fifty thousand. Another guy in five hundred. Some guy in a hundred. You had all this different play going on, and uh, and it you, you would just see just all this. It was the last place for me that I ever saw any real aggressive. Where you could be bent over all day long on a $25 game even. Yes. You know? And we had a $100 table that went to a $500 game on the cap game. And uh, we had Ira and that sports agent guy. And we had yes. these two Asian guys. I, uh, I haven't shared this story for a while. But I, but, uh, I don't know if, if you know this story. But uh, I'm, I'm going to share it real quick. Okay. Kind of a little segue. And then you can chime in. Because you know about Ira and some of these yes. guys. And... Uh, so we had a hundred. So the cap game was the was the furthest game from like where the elevators were. You know, you know, going out from the pit that end at that okay, end yes, table. That's yes. where they used to have the yep. high limit game, twenty five hundred bucks. That used to be the higher limit game. So I go there one night and it starts at a hundred dollar game. And normally you don't. You actually even on the, even on the weekend sometimes the table would sit kind of dead. You might have one or two people because a hundred dollar table <coughs> is you know five hundred outside, eight hundred across. Believe it or not, a lot of you guys that like to play, it's not. It, it, it's not 640. You don't see a lot of guys play like 520, 540. When you get to a $100 game, they play 800, 500. Uh, uh, we, got a, we got an ambulance waiting outside for you, buddy. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, because uh, uh, those types of players at that black level, $100 game, they, they don't want to see all the red. Uh, so they, they play in context. So they'll, they'll put 125 on the five. They're not just 100. It, yeah, $100 five, obviously, 140. 125 is going to pay 175. Yep. Yep. And then it presses to 250. And then you go to, you see a lot of them will go to 375 or they'll go to 500. I mean, this, that's the type of action they play. So it's, it's just an increment over 25, right? So it's just adding a zero. Because I, I know that a lot of people think that, well, you know, if you have a hundred dollar game, you're gonna get like, you know, five forty across. Are you okay, buddy? Very, you, need to, you need a tissue. Very, very. I know. I was like, oh. I know. Well, <laughs> it's excitement of being on TV again. I know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, different game. All right, so, so I'm on that cap game one day, 
and uh, we have this little Asian guy. He's like he's sitting at a slot machine, the very first slot machine. I don't even know. I don't remember what kind of slot machine it is, but if you look right in front of second base. Uh, it's it's I, I and I actually started was I I was on third base that day so this guy he's he's at the slot machine and he stops and he starts moving his chair over to the game to the table and you know it's a hundred dollar table yeah. Yeah. and then he throws into the table a one five dollar check now it's it's an Asian guy he doesn't speak any English and the dealer that's there says you know sir it's a hundred dollar game and the guy just doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He just keeps walking up, turns the chair around because he pulled it from the slot machine. Now turns it around. He sits on the chair and he's he's a little Asian guy, and he just sits there, and and the deal is like, you know, we have a box on the game, and I believe the box man was Frank. Wow. I, I actually believe the box at the time. Frank. I think he was still sitting box okay. before he was. I I know at some point they put mostly on the floor, but I think he was sitting box, and uh, they, they were trying to explain to the guys, you know, listen. It's a it's a hundred dollar table. Yeah. You can't come in five dollars, and plus you got a chair. Yeah. How rude is this? They don't let you sit like that. You know what I mean? At the Rio that day, here you are. You're throwing a five dollar uh, check, and and you're pulling up a chair. All right. So, next thing you know, I got Ira come up to the game. Of course. I have Ira come up to the game, and he throws down just five hundred dollars. But you know, it's Ira. You know that he's yes. he's he's yes. gonna he might be in some more. So uh, that's fine. So we're gonna see. And Ira asks. Ira gets irate. He, right away, he's like, what's this guy over here with $5? What are we, holding up the game for this guy? What's going on here? I got to get, you know how Ira was. I, I hear my Ira right now. It's making me twitch a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This guy was a Caesars Palace dealer, and he would stroke the hell out of us, yes. just so you know. He was crazy. So so this, so this, we're, we're still trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this Chinese guy because we're, we're, we're trying to go up. This An Asian host comes up behind him. Uh, not Asian, another Asian guy comes up behind a taller guy. And we knew him from, uh, I don't know whether I knew him from a pre-shift or something like this, but he had a $300,000 credit line. Okay. <clears throat> and even though he wasn't known to play dice, you know, we, I, knew, uh, I knew his face. Right. I had never dealt right. him before, but I knew that he was, you know, he, could, he played a lot of Baccarat. He played whatever. He, sometime I, I remember seeing him in, like, the high limit. You know how when they had those curtains, you could see yes. him back in that area, yep. right, yep. behind the bar? The fishbowl. The, hic- the hookah bar? The, yeah. <laughs> Slutters. <laughs> we gotta tell you. Yes. We gotta tell you stories about the bar, dude. Yes. Oh, we used to make bets on that bar action, dude. Uh, you could watch it if you were on those games, uh, sitting out from the bar. Uh, you would see these girls working those guys yes. at the bar, man. Yes. And you just wondered like what the what the cost was. I, I actually found out thousand bucks to go up the elevator, dude. Thousand bucks. I had a girl tell me thousand bucks to go up the elevator. That's she said straight crazy. up. Like no delay, nothing. Thousand bucks to go at the end. I was like, good for you. We had <laughs> one of the. They were called Ipanema girls back then. Oh yeah, the, the Ipanema yes. girls. Yes. She got fired from working in Slutters <laughs> because two guys come up to her and asked wow. her where the prostitutes were, and she said, "There." Right this way, sir. <laughs> right there. Yeah, because they're really entertain them. Right. They didn't run them off. The guy said, "So all of them?" She said, "Yes, all of them." <laughs> Those two. Yes. Those two were high limit wives. Ah. Uh. They did not take being approached very lightly. But that was her last shift. Oh, really? I yes. believe it. Those Ipanema girls. Uh, anyway, all right, we're gonna have a lot of great stories. But I gotta start with this one. If if you guys indulge me a little bit, all right. So because so because Troy will have some maybe have some context. All right. So so the guy, the little Asian guy, is still sitting there in the chair. Ira's now irate because he's in all of five hundred dollars. Ira had a fifty thousand dollar line though, so he you knew he he could play if he wanted to. And this other Asian guy comes up, and. Um, He's telling him, he's telling the dealer it's going to be okay. 
he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. He's this is you know it's gonna be okay because the deal is like, listen, I can't, we can't have this guy sitting here on a chair. He's only in five dollars, and uh, maybe you'll know this guy. And then one of the hosts comes up and says, uh, it's Mister, you know, his three million dollar credit line. Which, which, from my understanding, was that was the most you could ever ha- right. you could have at the Rio at the okay. time, right? Wasn't it? It was $3 million, I, believe, I think. I believe so, yeah. And this guy, literally, the $5 guy had a $3 million credit line and fired up that game, dude. I mean, literally, we had, that's that's the game where what's-his-name uh, harassed me. Don't, we don't need to mention oh, his yes. name. I know who. Yep. So I'm on third base, and at the Rio, you would stay on the same base. <laughs> You'd work the same base all day. You'd yes. do 20 minutes on the pole, 40 minutes on base. And for the next eight hours, we called up a hands like you would not believe on a hundred dollar. Actually, the table went to five hundred dollars. Of course. So once that guy come up, Ira, Ira tried to keep the. So what happened with Ira is, he wouldn't buy in while that guy was there, right? If he'd have bought in for a hundred bucks, we'd have had to grandfathered him. Right. Right. But because he waited, he was such a ass. This guy started the game at $500, <clears throat> and now Ira had to play at $500, which he didn't like. He wasn't really – he was a $100 player, $500, not yes. so much. But so the rumor is – I don't know how much we dumped, but we had to refill that game like four times, dude, wow. in that shift. So I've heard $4 million. Wow. I, 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 I've actually – I thought it was more when, when I talked to – I was good friends with Frank back in the day, okay. and I thought it was more than that, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. But $500 game, and it was just a hottest table all day long, dude. I had four people on my side. There were four people on each wow. base playing $500. And it, because there was so much excitement, even the guys that maybe at other tables were drawn. But we had Ira, that sports agent, who we, we couldn't figure out. I can't remember his, remember his name. name. I can't. I can't. I'll find somebody because I still have contact with a lot of old Rio dealers. Yeah. Somebody has to know. And he, w- he would have, like I think, like $200,000 line, something like this. And then those Asian guys and some other people would pop in. But, uh, it, it, you know, sometime in that game, uh, I, I, I heard that uh, pit boss, he was speaking in my ear. He was going, so you think you're so hot? You know, because it was double box and double pit. I mean, they were I, – I had to cut out all the yellows. Uh, you know, they, they, they had to cut up all the yellows before and get approval before I was handing them off. I mean, it was all this nonsense, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? It shouldn't have been like that. No. no not, not at that level we were at at the time. And right? I remember that happening. I remember no one really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get information and nobody, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of hush-hush stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. No, yes. it was a weird, I don't know. I, it, they, so a place like Aria, I've watched some videos of Aria dealers, and you guys just whack it. It's 5,000, it's 5,000, five yellows. You just, you know, it is what it is. You don't have to go through all this nonsense, right? Yeah, somebody bets a five thousand dollar place, but what are the limits at Aria? Five thousand. Five thousand. There, there's certain players that get double limits, you know, like any other casino, but those are few and far between. Yeah. The last big game I dealt there to me was rather boring Mm -hmm. because it was just thousand dollar chips, and it was nothing like you said. It was nothing extraordinary. It was like betting a a thirty dollar six or three thousand dollar six. Yeah. Thirty five dollars, thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Same thing. And you yeah. just cut it out and hand it off yes. like you should. Yes. Without all this other, no. you know. And dealing to just one player, to me, is boring. Yeah. I want five or six <clears throat> players like that. I yeah. want place bets. I want come bets. I want mix it all up, bring it out, challenge how good mm-hmm. I think I am. Yeah. And see if I still am or not. But Yeah. So do you, um, when you were at the Rio, did you do anything but dice? Did you, ha- did you end up anywhere <laughs> else? After Harris bought us, 
a couple years in, they mm -hmm. said no more dealing dice five days a week. Oh. Now you can only deal it three days a week. Oh. You need to deal other games. And to Harris' credit, at first we hated it, mm -hmm. but then we realized it was a break. We got to go into the carnival pit and learn three-card poker mm -hmm. or learn different games. Mm -hmm. I went to a dealing school where you had to learn blackjack, craps, and roulette. Mm. I had never dealt anything but craps. Mm. I said, let me see if I can still do roulette. Next thing you know, I picked up roulette. I would deal craps three days a week. I'd do roulette two days a week. Yeah. Some days I'd go in the carnival pit. Mm -hmm. yeah. I enjoyed it more. It That's was a probably a good dice. thing, by the way. It was. Because you need all those games. At Aria, they want you to be a multi-game. Yes. Now they want it. Now, yeah, now all they the casinos want it. want it. Yes. We're having everybody here start with blackjack, roulette, and bock at the bare minimum, or add dice if you can. Right. Every one of our, our casino uh, partners, people we work with, the job placement, if you're going to break in now, you really need three games. Yes. They want you to have at least two main games and some, some carnival or three main games. Dice is still big, by the way. And I um, think it, I've talked to people about how this school is ran here, what I know of it, mm -hmm. and I think it's a really good thing how you start them in blackjack. Yeah. One of the easier games, but you introduce them to the cards, you introduce them to handling checks, yep. and then they move on to the harder games. That's it. Whatever it is. Because you learn, I mean, blackjack, you, you learn a lot of game protection, yeah. manager rack, all the things that are sort of critical, and then it's easier to pick up the other games. Even, even dice. Uh, you know, the thing that's different for us is um, the way you cut down checks is a little oh, different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there are some casinos, they have different protocols for, you know, some casinos bridge, some splash, this kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, yeah, so you, you learn all the basics. Blackjack is, you know, sort of a key critical infrastructure game. Yep. Hey, uh, we, I should put it out there, and we're going to be posting a lot more. We have jo we have jobs in other states. Uh, in fact, uh, we are entering into a relationship here real soon with some casinos uh, out of market. So for those of you interested in dealing out of market, just uh, contact us. Wherever you are, it doesn't matter. If you're not in Vegas, but you happen to be a dealer or you're learning to be a dealer, please let us know and email us. And you can email us at info at cegdealers.com or info at cegdealerschool.com. So what, we, what we're doing right now is we're developing a program where you plug into either our school here or we have our online academy. It's being revamped, so it's being improved. We took all the feedback from our, our Patreons, our Discord community, and a few people that plugged in. And, and Alex and Lauren have been out in L.A. for the last uh, three days, uh, three days, and it's we're upgrading that entire uh, academy. Oh, wow. So if you bought into the academy, by the way, just know it's a lifetime thing. So whenever you want to join the academy, you can join the academy. It's uh, casinoquest.skilltrain.com. And from there, you uh, can become a dealer. And if you're in, you know, wherever you're at, we, we have access to jobs uh, all, all over the country through, uh, through some of our partners, uh, Florida, Louisiana, Colorado. And by the way, there's a lot of these out-of-market casinos make fantastic yes. tokes. Yes. Locals tip. Yes. Because they're locals. That's your, your yep. might be your neighbor right there dealing to you. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, Blackhawk um, has always been a great place to work. Um, they, the toke right there has, is fantastic. 30 plus. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. I was like, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, Damn. <laughs> I mean, even better before, there's a little more competition. So uh, thank you. Thank you. California Judy can't be the only one. Off. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, uh, California Crab Club. There you go. We're up to 10. Fantastic. All right. Um, we, uh, yeah, so if you are interested, so, so the program that we have right now is you plug into the school, 
or you you start online you you either come to he us here and then you can go to another another location um god i have i have i have amazing call coming in right now oh really i do uh, can i say who it's from it's from the wall street journal <laughs> just so you know you just said it i just did it i just said it and uh <clears throat> i really want to answer it but i'll i'll call her back and i'll get that thing you so. have a good excuse <clears throat> Let's just say the uh, the CEG Dealer School. Just stay tuned. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. I can't believe I I, uh, I actually. Hopefully it'll go to voicemail and we'll have something because I'm guessing it's for print. Nice. Uh, soon. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we have a fantastic community, dude. You have no idea. And we we are so excited for everything. Right. We have uh, now that Vegas is coming out. We have a lot of programs. It, it, I know there's a lot of me talking here, but I guess yeah, we'll, we'll get to the AMAs, and I'm gonna let you handle it. Right. But um, uh, can we take like a break now? <laughs> An interlude? No, we can't. Right, middle of a live stream. Holy you know you smokes! Want to. I know. I mean, uh, no. You could, uh, you could answer some questions. You want to answer some questions? Sure, I can answer questions. All right, ready, Troy? Give give Troy some questions because this is this is too big. I gotta give Why give not? me five three three minutes three minutes. But I do have right. a question for you, Dennis. Oh, Am I fully in screen? But it looks like I'm cut off on the screen. You can scooch a little over if you want. Closer to Dave. There we go. Uh, I got a question for you. I'm trying to find Okay. I do know quite a few things about quite a few things. Yes, uh, Principal Skinner wants to know who was the favorite person you ever dealt to you personally. Oh, the favorite person I've ever dealt to. I believe it or not, I dealt one night to Nicolas Cage for two hours without realizing it. I was dealing craps at the Rio. He was right next to me on the base, and he had his hat pulled down over his head, and he was just quiet. I tried talking to him a few times. And he would answer, but he was just one of those players that just didn't want to talk. All of a sudden, a player standing next to the stick man goes, hey, I know you. And he looked up and just shook his head. And he goes, I know you. You're Nicolas Cage. And I looked at him, and I realized, sure enough, that was Nicolas Cage. Then the guy started yelling, hey, everybody, I'm playing dice with Nicky Cage over here. So, of course, Mr. Cage goes, I got to go. And he colored up his chips, and he left. And tipped us, you know, it was a nice little tip. But for the two, three hours I dealt him, I had no idea it was him. He was just trying to play dice and just have a good time. And we got the super chat, so Robert Barnes, thank you for the $10. Thank you, Robert Barnes. It's Opening okay, you don't have to wear a tux. Yet. One day we will have everybody wearing tuxes. It's, it's for the opening party, I think. Oh, okay. For, for the mall. CQ2. Oh, yep. Oh, okay. I deal to them. David could deal to you. Um, I've done both. I enjoy doing them. I think it's a lot of fun. We've yet to have anyone break the $1,000 mark. Tonight, we had a guy roll for 25 rolls, but then seven out. So he kept playing, 0 .7, 0 .7. So there went most of his money. Found the question. Nice. At the end of it. Yep. I would definitely deal it. You you can request us if our schedules match up because I'm usually at I'm usually here or at the mall. I have no problem doing it. I enjoy doing it. But every time I've done it, I hear a voice in the back of my head, and he knows who he is. No dead air. Keep talking. It's kind of hard sometimes because you get the dice setters and they take a minute. 
to set the dice, but I enjoy doing them. I want to see someone really come out with a great role. What is my biggest win playing? Playing at a local casino, the Red Rock. I guess I can give a little plug here. I caught, it wasn't even 20-minute hand. I won $6,800. And I was poised to win a lot more when the seven came. And that's just the way it broke down. And when I play, I'm, I deal six hours a night, even though we work eight-hour shifts. We get a lot of breaks. When I go to gamble, I don't want to spend a lot of time at the table. I don't want to sit there and grind, so I go right for the throat. I happen to catch the right person at the right time, and I made a nice little score. You can make more. You can make a lot more, especially now. Had I been playing the systems I've now learned here besides Iron Cross, which is what I had used at that time, with the new systems I've learned here because of David, I'm going to win more next time I catch a big hand. And that's what we want all of you out there to do too. We want you to win that money. Most casinos, the bigger casinos, Aria, the Bellagio, the Cosmopolitan, you cannot win enough money for me to get in trouble. If I'm dealing a legit game and you win however much money, more power to you. Casino loves winners, believe it or not. There you go. Another super chat. Oh, what, two pounds? Two pounds, yep. Yeah, we'll take the two pounds. We appreciate it all. Thank you, Joey501. We can answer all the questions they have. If I don't have an answer, I'll make one up. No. That wouldn't be a good move. But I should know all the answers. Did the guy see that million-dollar win on a Monopoly slot? Oh, I didn't see that. Really? Wow. That, that, that's always a great thing. It, it's great for the, for the company where it hits because it's advertising. They like to put it out there. Hey, look, someone won a million dollars playing over here at our casino. Come give it a try. Why not? You just never know. You're walking by a slot machine, throw a few dollars in, see what happens. Someone has to win it. That's the way I see it. The Mega Bucks, all those, Quarter Mania. Oh, wow. Look at Dennis getting a question. Um, that's a good question. So, Robert Barnes asked, my first question is to Sticky. Sticky Dennis, when you become of age, what game are you looking forward to playing the most, if any? I think this is a pretty obvious answer. It's craps. Um, I get to play it here at the school or at the Casino Quest. Uh, blackjack, you know, doesn't really catch my interest. Roulette is kind of slow for me. Baccarat's the same thing. Craps just feels like a lot more fun. There's a lot more dynamic. It's also like a social thing. Even here at the school, you just have everyone just like, you know, throwing checks, you know, do this, do that. And then everyone's cheering or awing, you know what yes. I mean? When you, especially when you get a good roll in. I love it in Casino Quest. It's one of my favorite things yes. when they get a good roll and everyone's oh, yeah. just screaming. Yes. It's the most social game, and most people playing craps all win together. That, and, that's true. Yes. Because yes. you're, you're, you know, you're not playing against the dealer. Right. Yep. And, um, you know, what? like one of my favorite moments, especially in craps, was in Casino Quest, someone hit the, the all-tall small. Oh, wow. And we just all like we, we all had a moment. We just screaming like, yes, yes finally, because exactly. he's been trying to hit this all tall small all day. Yep. At that, so I would say craps. Um, if anything, a second would probably be like blackjack, just because you know it's it's one of those. Yes. It'd be fun to play, but it's, I would play it for maybe ten minutes and yes. move on. It did. It, it's blackjack's a whole different game compared to craps. How but about how about you? What was your favorite? By far, craps. Craps. If not craps, roulette. What were you excited for when you first started? 
What I was excited for when I first started was a, a harder game, a game where I felt my skills were really challenged and I was able to overcome it and deal a good game. Oh, okay. Yes. That, that to me, it was a personal accomplishment. I felt more secure in my game because when you first get on the game, if you ever see brand new dealers and they're on the stick and that stick is doing this, it's nerves. Yeah. It's nerves because the stick man controls the game. They are in charge of everything and everybody's looking at them. Now they got to push five dice out there. If you think it's easy, come by the school and try and push five dice with that little flippy stick that's all crooked and everything and you're doing this, trying <laughs> yeah. your best to get it out there. That and spinning a roulette ball are the two hardest physical parts of being a casino dealer. Aaron. You know that. what's interesting? Most people think the stick is easy. Most people think the stick, it's an afterthought. We have a lot of dealers who learn the game and then um, they don't even uh, work on the stick. Nope. And so, and then they don't realize that pushing those two little dice are a lot of things. Okay, I, got, I just gotta put this out there. Tomorrow morning, it our hits. story hits the Wall Street Journal. That's awesome. Tomorrow morning awesome. in digital. So if you happen to have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal or you don't, go get one. Uh, and the, uh, at Friday's paper, Okay. Uh, so if it's in, so if you have the print, if you get the print, uh, and and it's not just a story about us and, and and my story and Alex. It's about sort of the Vegas return of Vegas, and uh, the adaptability. Mm -hmm. You know, very, Vegas is the ultimate pivot, yeah. and Vegas learns to adapt. And uh, our story, me and Alex specifically, and and I think all dealers really, you got to learn to adapt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it, it, it it really does. Yes. Uh, everything changes. The casino that you're working at one day is on top, and then it's not so yes. much. Or, you know, you're smoking way too much weed in the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> not that that's ever I mean, happened to any of us. But. Know, no. Uh, we've got great stories about uh, – we had one story about I, – I was at Texas Station, and uh, one of the dealers we, we got uh, hired there, he would smoke in his car right by security before he went to work. <laughs> and, I mean – not yeah. so genius. And no. of course, you know, and then and then at on breaks, it was a break area for dealers. He would go behind this wall and smoke, uh, it, you know what I mean, in the break area. Right. And uh, this is before a pot was legal. And so he, he gets laid off. And um, he, he but luckily he had a second job, which but they they pinched him for for the marijuana there. You can't really get pinched from marijuana. Thank you so much. Um, oh, thank you, Thomas. Yeah. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, yes. Uh, did I did I mention the Wall Street Journal thing? Get, yes. Get out there. Get. I'm like I was asking. The, uh, so the uh, Catherine, by the way, she wrote this fantastic story. And if Alex, if you're out there, we just got off the phone. It's going live tomorrow morning. He's out there. That's He's got to be watching. You unless they're is. still filming. But um, I'm gonna go get a subscription <laughs> real quick. There <laughs> Hope you go. It's still a dollar for the first trial. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, I love the Wall Street Journal. I um. I've been reading my my um, my grandfather uh, used to was the first person to to show me the journal. Now I was nine years old, and he's like, "Read this; it's going to change your life." Literally, okay. put the Wall Street Journal. Read this; going to change your life. And um, I was looking for the cartoons, you know, like there was nothing yes. here that could. It was yes. all numbers. Yeah, you're nine. I mean, I'm nine, still. right? And of course, uh, years later, it became kind of a, a thing. Even though I, you know, I never graduated college. And uh, I literally have a GED from my high school. I used to be so embarrassed about that, by the way. No reason. 
And uh, I, uh, I military. I was 11 Bravo. I was nothing special. Uh, I wouldn't say nothing special. Every 11 Bravo is something special. That's the thing. But okay. I was a, you know, secret service agent, James Bond, <laughs> killing machine. Yes. I was 11. I was infantry. I was a grunt. I put on my ruck and uh, and off you went. And off I yep. went. You know, I I, uh, I ran into a guy at the gym the other day, and uh, I asked him. He, he wears combat boots and all this other stuff. And I'm like, what do you? So what do you do in the military? And he's like, shh, I can't tell you. <laughs> Don't say good. I can't tell you. And I'm like, wow, good for you, buddy. Yeah. Good. What's wrong with being 11 Bravo? There's nothing wrong no, with that. No. You serve and uh, you no. you do honor to yourself. But yes. anyways, um, so there's that. All right. So yeah, the stick dice. Yes, that, that is, like I said, the yep. hardest thing to do. And like I said, when yeah. you're first doing that yep. and you have six, seven, eight people on each end and you know everybody's looking at you, everybody's watching you fumble the dice, mm-hmm. trying to get them out there, doing your best not to shake too much because it's really not that hard of a thing to do once you practice, like anything else. Yep. I tell my students, you come in here and you put in the time, we will make you a dealer. Yep. If you want to show up, Hang out for an hour on Monday and come yep. back on Thursday. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna put this out there a little bit only because, and I, I don't mean to put this out there in a bad way. Um, I we have had hundreds of people go through dice, and I have actually only one person ever that I think was not gonna be a dice dealer. And he's he's a dice dealer. He knows who he is. He's at the Gold Coast. I won't I won't I won't name his name, but I, I met him, and. I just thought he, he was going through it. It was tough for him. And then all of a sudden, I came here to this. I, I, well, it wasn't at this location. Was, we had two other locations. And he's, a, he's at the Gold Coast. He's pushing checks now. He didn't just go, right. he didn't go somewhere to like chill out. He went somewhere to actually become a, exactly. a dice dealer. Yep. We, we had someone not too long ago who got hired at a really great casino, and they quit that casino because they wanted more action. They, it, was, wow. it, was, it was When I say great casino, it was like a mid-tier casino. But that they stood dead a lot, but they still made some decent money, okay. right? Okay. He would rather wear. He went to the Gold Coast because the Gold Coast, you're gonna you push, will checks. push checks. You're yes. gonna you're gonna still. deal cards, push. Che- you're gonna deal with lots of stuff. Yep. And uh, some people want it easy, but some people, you know, want to learn and become a master of their game. And yes. he has since now accepted a much bigger job. Okay. I was amazed. He, he's push push. But anyways, very recently we have we have a an older gentleman who's been learning dice, and he. He's come to me, I wouldn't say a few times, but we've talked about his, you know, future and he's learning it. And some of the students have, have said, have made, you know, not negative comments, but, but just said, listen, you know, it's not so easy, a little bit, a little tougher for this person. And I think he knows who it is, but I never, I never, that's never a thing for me. No. Because, because I, I know that eventually some people take a little longer, granted, but eventually if you want to be a dice dealer, you could be a dice yes. dealer. You put in your time. Hmm. And it says, thanks, Troy, for the help with the crap systems. When I was out a couple weeks ago, it hmm. was great meeting you. Can you both share your favorite strategy? Yes. Thank you, Jerry. Yes. Favorite strategy. Yeah, because he probably just tuned in. Favorite strategy. Go right ahead, sir. Hit it up. It, iron cross to the double tap to, I call it triple Lutz. Triple Lutz? <laughs> yes. From ice skating. <laughs> the the triple want. Lutz. Yeah, that's what it is. Because yes. at that point, you're a little crazy. Yes. Uh, yeah, you, you know, you know, it's interesting. Um, she asked me, so one of the questions they asked me is how I got started on dice and, uh, what made me want to be a dice dealer. Right. 
And when I went to school, I learned blackjack and roulette first. I had only started dice. I was only two weeks into dice. Oh, wow. And they wanted to push me out, and they, there was some openings at the time, El Cortez and Gate. And they were okay. like, well, just go and, you know. But when I started dice, I, so when I, when I dealt blackjack, and this isn't for everybody. By the way, some people love blackjack. Yep. Some people love roulette. Everybody's got their own. Some people love dealing baccarat, which always, like, scares the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah. I don't know who no. <laughs> that guy. But, um, uh. When I started with blackjack and roulette, blackjack and roulette, I was like, "Oh crap! I'm not going to be a dealer for long. I'm just going to become a dealer, do this for a while, because there's jobs, and then I'm, I'm going to do something else." But when I when I started learning craps, I was like, "Wow, this I can do. This this guy can make a career yes. out of this one." You know what I mean? Yep. And I think for most of us, like that, have been really focused on dice. That's really a thing. All right. So what else you got? You got more questions? <laughs> I think he's already there. I think I think I think I think whether he's moving back. Oh, is Scott moving to Hawaii? So uh, Scott Morrow is Professor Scott. He runs uh well not runs. He's a professor at the UNLV Hospitality Hall. He teaches gambling. Right. Do you know that this is a thing now, dude? Hospitality. Pat is going through this program where you can actually go to UNLV. You familiarize yourself with the games and the math and all yep. those parts of it, so you can go. He's now plugging in to uh, as a dealer. Some of them plugging okay. in as interns, gaming-related okay. companies. And Station Casino started this fantastic internship program, and it's a paid internship, uh, six hundred a week. Plus, you get a room. You get to stay oh, wow. there. Wow! If you intern at the, at the Red Rock, get a room at Red Rock to hang out at. Sign me up. I know. <laughs> so uh, this is the thing. So Scott is uh oh moving to hawaii i think he's there i think he's basically moved and then every now and then he checks into vegas okay you know okay, what i mean I but uh, his the goal is him and karen i mean they're out who who wouldn't want to be i got a, he's got a beautiful place in hawaii yes. <laughs> like, life is like, rough for some people i guess I, uh, he was one of those uh he was lucky dude yeah. have you heard of the job his jobs he's had mm -mm. oh my god first of all he starts in atlantic city then he comes here and his first first job in here in vegas is the golden nugget Followed by the Mirage, he ends up at he ends up dealing at um, uh, he he was part of the opening crew at Aria. He was he, my pit manager at Aria. Yeah, at Aria. And yeah, Dice. He, he ran Dice. He ran when Dice. He opened. He opened up Red Rock, like the, literally the flagship of uh, Station yes. Casinos for the most part. Well, by I guess far. Palms by were going to take, but but Red yeah. Rock was like their eighth. It still is fantastic casino, oh, by the way, beautiful. if you haven't been. Although Palace is big yes, now. Palace has really caught up. Uh, is a nice. lot of remodeling. Oh my God, yes. that's, that's, that's unbelievable! If you had been in there just ten years ago, oh my God, to see it ten yes. years ago from today, oh, you wouldn't know. So much. Even in the last couple of years, you got to go. It's quite yes. something. But uh, yeah, we love Scott. Scott, I love Scott. I I love hearing his stories. And then he opened up MGM Macau, dude. Yep. Okay. Then he ran a, a, a casino in uh, Singapore, Saipan. I mean, he's been all over. He's yes. the guy, like literally the hands-on guy. Yep. So uh, we love uh, Scott adds a very nice mix to it. Okay, what else we got? We got uh, let's do let's focus on the questions. Questions about the aria details on the craps tables, weekend limits, odds, and bonus bets. Like most casinos, it's a straight three, four, five. The table minimums are fifteen, twenty-five, and above. The bonus bets are the ATS, the all tall, small which I have a funny story about later on, about the ATS okay. thing. But, yeah, they do have the ATS now, and I believe they now have um, – have you heard of the ATS where it's a double hit? 
No. Yes. It, it, it's, I'm not sure because I'm still waiting to be called back, but I'll be back soon. Trust me. But it, it's a, it, they've changed the bet up a little bit, and people seem to enjoy it. Really? Yes. Yeah, good. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of bets. So I've seen the fire bet. Yes. I've dealt a fire bet. I had a lady once win it back-to-back on one table, move to the other table, hit it there, six-pointer. She won ten grand in one, Just like one day. Just like that. Wow. She all she would do was shoot uh, five dollars on the line, five dollars on a fire bet, and a six or eight. That's okay. all she did. Okay. And uh, she uh, she was fantastic. <clears throat> I loved seeing her. I mean, it was very simple play, not a lot going on there, but she was very nice. And she all she ever wanted to do, she would only bet when she when the dice came around to her, put her bet on there, and boom, she was off and shooting. Wow. She only shot. She only bet on herself. Okay. And hit that uh, hit that ten out. So. But now they reduce that to the 299 because they don't want to pay the 300 and have people fill out the form. So a lot of okay. places they pay 299, but now they pay for three hits. Yes. So three points yes. as opposed to the four points, which yep. I would rather the thousand and yes. get paid on the six points. Uh, yes. I'd one, rather right? one four five six. Yeah. Right. Yep. Four five six. Yes. Get paid the big money. We don't want to get our money back. Right. Like on Kino, you know, we don't want to get our no. money back on zero. We want to get the one double. One more number. Yeah. That's a brand name for us. We yeah. need to start that. One more. <laughs> All right. What's your ATS story? Because I'm dealing at Aria, mm-hmm. and I'm on the stick, and a player throws me three red chips, and he says, ATS. Yes. He says, ATS. I said, yeah, that's me. What do you want? My initials are ATS. <laughs> I had never heard it called all tall, small like that. Oh, really? Yes. I thought he was addressing me, and I'm thinking, how did this guy know my initials? <laughs> and what the hell is this $15? It's got your credit report. Right. But that's what it was. Really? Yes, that's the first time I heard all tall, small referred to it that way. Oh, why? How would you? How did you always? The, they always said all tall, small. All tall, small. I had never heard anyone bet ATS, ATS. until oh, him. Oh, wow. You're like, what? Yes. Who is this guy? And how does he know me like I know. that? <laughs> Most people don't know my first name. David knows it. I know it. He's he, sworn to secrecy. I'm, I have sworn to secrecy. Yes. It's fine. I, it's funny because I've only ever known you. I didn't, I didn't know it until I had to, like, correct your check, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't tell people. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't, don't, bl- I don't blame you. Keep See? that one a secret. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Dad, by the way. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. you. All right, what else you got? All right, wait for Dennis to put, put him up there. Ooh. All right, ready? Aria still count, Dewey don't, and all money bet on the table as average bet. And we, some of it got truncated. They always, what is that supposed to say? You're, they always did. They always did. All right. So do we don't? Do uh, they count? Are you still money. count? Do we don't? And all money bet on the table is average bet. Oh, if you bet on both sides, do they count everything? No. I, I think they're asking, do they count all of it on the pass line and the odds and the don't and the lay? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And the last I remember when I worked there last year before the shutdown, they only counted the flatbed. Yeah. And that's most places. They, they don't count yeah. the odds. There's no Theo on the odds, so they don't count the odds. Exactly. Very few places that will give you some. Some places will give you like a fractional credit, especially yes. if you're at a place back in the day when you had a floor supervisor who just eyeballed your money, they may include it. But now with all the... Um, uh, all the machines and, uh, and all the NRT visual limits—they uh, don't—they don't tend—they tend not to count. It's much more exact. And one piece of advice I always give to everyone that comes through um, the mall is: when you start gambling, make sure you're using your player's card. Mm-hmm. Check your time when you start. When you're ready to leave, speak to that supervisor. Make sure they didn't close you out. That accidentally happens sometimes. 
Yeah. They're, they're, they're just like, oh, look, he left. Not realizing that person may have gone to the bathroom. That person may have changed spots. Mm -hmm. Find out when did you have me start? What time is it now? What is my average bet? They may miss it because it isn't like before where you had one boxman on each dice game and you had one floorman for each dice game. You have these supervisors covering more than one game. Mm -hmm. So you may have got lost in the shuffle. Just check. Yep. It's your comp dollars. Just ask. And they could say, oh, yeah, we got you for four hours. This is your average <clears throat> bet. You agree. Everybody's happy. You come back tomorrow because you have no credit of playing. Guess what? That dealer isn't there. That supervisor isn't there. You mm -hmm. have no recourse. Yeah, your SOL. Yes. I, I, a lot of people feel a little intimidated, us, but ask. That's that's your. That's why they're there. The, yep. the supervisors are used to it. Don't they? Don't mind you asking. Hey, yep. what do you got me out as? That's what I. I just ask them. Hey, what do you have me at? What's my? You know, what's my average bet? That's usually all I care about. How much time and what's my average bet? Yes. Because that's what's going to translate into into comps. Yes. And you're always. You can always ask. Sometimes the pit can give you give you comps out of the pit without them taking away from your points depending upon where you play. So a lot of places will have a host that can give you kind of a perk without actually taking away from your points. Right. When I used to play at Station, when the, when it was it was still points of the car, but they had you had if you had a host, if if it was specific to the property. See now it's all the properties. They've sort of changed that policy. So at Boulder Station, believe it or not, I was a big fish at Boulder Station. Just want to put that out there <laughs> for those of you who know Boulder Station. It wasn't hard to be a big fish at Boulder, but but. I used to get to go to the boiler room every now and then. It's a fantastic oh, little yeah. place in there. Oh, yeah. Really good, great food. And uh, it wasn't taken away from my points. It was just like, thank you, David, for being a good player. Penny okay. player, by the way. Great. Yeah, I was president of Penny player. Some dude. of the biggest card-holding people in MGM and Caesars Entertainment are the penny slot players. Yeah, it's, well, it's $3, dude. Yes. Come on now. I mean, but they call them penny players, right. but it's $3. People think it's high-limit you know, yeah, five thousand a hand. Nope. No, it's just time in. I because yes. I would play ridiculous amounts of time yes. with those pennies, and so that's how I got there. So uh, yeah, so I would ask, and I would get them off, and I would make sure to clarify this comp is a free comp, right? Right. Because if you don't clarify, then sometimes they'll just take it. I even had one time where my host turned it over to someone else, and then that person just automatically, as soon as coming off my points. And holy crap, did they take, like, all my points? The boiler room was exp wasn't cheap. No. I had never paid for it. I didn't know how much it cost. I didn't realize it was that expensive. Boulder Station has a $100 restaurant. Who knew? Yeah, exactly. Of yeah. all the places in town. Yeah. But boiler room is, I don't know if they still have it. It was fantastic food. I don't know. Yeah, Steakhouse at, at Boulder was really good. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, what do we got? Ooh. Uh, oh, wow. Yep. Wow, one million at penny slots. So the article is Taurus wins more than one million on penny slots at Plaza Hotel and Casino. Uh, look at that. That's the Golden Gate. That's the old. That's an older picture, by the way. Even though it's on. Well, maybe not. We've got. I got a story. Uh, yeah, there's some really high-paying, progressive jackpot penny machines. No doubt about it. But can I tell you a great story? I used to have Principal Skinner. Thank you, by the way. Principal Skinner is an old. Uh, uh, well, old fan. Uh, he's been a fan with us for many time, a long time. We love, uh, so yeah, we have a lot okay. of great fans, dude. And uh, I just want another shout out to uh, uh, Fast Willie. Thanks for coming out, and saying hello, my friend. Yes, I just thought I had to think about it. I remember Fast remember? Willie, dude. Yes. We love Fast Willie. He's been with us like since the beginning. Oh wow, he's been talking shit to us since the beginning too. By the That's way, the best. that guy. Like, That's the best. That's you a hear real Fast dice Willie? He's like, you better get my money right. And he's like, yeah, no. Uh, so Plaza used to have these the old these old Cleopatra penny machines that actually took real pennies. Wow. 
So I, I forgot how many pennies. I think up to 10 pennies. You had to literally feed the pennies. And if you hit something, you know, it was a, one of these. Uh, it was one of the, they had them forever until just like 10 years ago, I think. Maybe they got rid of them. Maybe 15 years ago. It's probably been a while. But Alan Toy uh, is one of our fans. He collects uh, old pennies, copper, a lot of copper pennies, too. And um, I have gotten rare pennies out of those hoppers yep. because those machines have been there for so long. Oh, yeah. You could go to nickel machines and get these old silver nickels. I've even gotten buffalo nickels out of the old yes. old uh, nickel machines. Yes. One time I was at the Fremont playing a nickel machine, and I got several buffalo nickels while I was there. Okay. You just go – you got to go through it, though. You know yep. what I mean? Now yep. you can't do that. They got rid of all the hoppers, so there's not a thing. But the pennies, oh, I, just, I missed that so much. So I would sit there with, like, a couple bucks, $3. Whatever it was, That's all you put need. in my pennies, pull my Cleopatra, and I could care less how much money. I, I was just going through the hopper, looking for yes. rare pennies, and uh, sometimes it paid off nice. We used to have a dealer at the Rio. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name names. Mm -hmm. But he would find silver $50, 50 cent coins. The silver ones. Yeah, they yes. were 20 bucks plus. And he, would, he was able to come back later and buy them. Yeah. They would just randomly pop up from the cage on a fill, and all of a yeah. sudden... By the way, for those of you who are silver stackers, that's actually, this is a hidden, so the secret is, a lot of those 50 cent pieces are actually still in circulation. They're not used as many as often today, but a lot of, a, a lot of vendors still have uh, the rolls. So it used to be, uh, they don't really, a lot of banks won't send them, sell them to individuals anymore, but it used to be, you, used to, you could go in and get a couple hundred dollars worth of these 50 cent rolls, and then you go through them, and in the course of a couple of days, you would find a few of these silver. And, and of course, silver is up in price. So these yes. are the silver ones are worth you know twenty bucks, something like this. Um, but it's a lot of work to get to one yeah. you know one twenty dollar. But anyways, all right. You got any more? Do we have any more questions? Does anybody care? <laughs> is anybody out there? Oh, okay, good. Oh. Absolutely. By the way, dude, I would love for you to do a video. Will you do a video of that cross to double to triple ups? Of course I will. That's Chocodiles. Hi, Chocodiles, right? Yes, definitely. I'll definitely uh, do it. Yes. We gotta, oh, that'd be fantastic. We'll have Timmy uh, get up and get his little ass up here. There you go. And uh, film you. We'll schedule it for 4, so he'll be there at 4.30. Yeah, right? well, he has to. No, you don't understand. So if we schedule it at 4, uh, he starts with a lunch hour, dude. Oh, I he, see. He gets there at 4. It won't be till right. 5, and then you could have a... Then, but then we get Timmy. Then we get to Timmy, yes. and Timmy can start... Although we have we have other people. But, yeah, that would be great, dude. Oh, you can talk it out. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, we've... Uh, uh, it's funny, because we've been through quite a few people to do the challenge and this kind of thing, but Troy's worked out fantastic. It just takes getting used to. Troy's it, organic. Yes. It takes Very organic. wearing the mic and talking and... Yeah. Yes. Well, well, Troy's a little chatterbox like me, dude. He's a little chatterbox. <laughs> He's like, All right, what else you got? What else you got, Sticky? Ooh, Rob from Ohio. I go to a casino in Cleveland, and the craps dealers, some, are just hating life. I'm usually positive when I approach. How can I insult them without getting hogtied by security? Oh, how do you insult a terrible dealer? Oof. Don't tip. Yeah, that's one way. Don't tip. Yeah. Uh, you know what you can do besides that? You can talk out your, I hate to say this. I, I've actually, I'll be honest with you. When I come across a real terrible crap stealer, I will look at him and I'll be like, listen here, buddy. I'm about to string bet the hell out of you. Yes. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I'm like, listen, I want a $5.05. Five. 
And when you get done with that, I'll let you know what my next bet is. Because yes. he, he knows that I know that I'm stroking the hell out of him. And I've even been like, listen, listen, I got money in this hand, okay? And I got money in this hand. It's what they call a double-fisted stroke, yep. okay? Yep. And I'm going to work you over like there's nobody's yes. business. Yes. So you're either going to have fun or it's going to be a long flipping night. You know what I mean? I've said it several times. I don't know how many times I've heard from a customer that they played the night before at another casino. Yep. And the dealer was rude and all the players were rude. And I always, well, how long did you play for? Oh, three hours. Why? Yeah. If you're not enjoying it, yeah. there's other games, there's other casinos. Don't waste your time or money. So you want to know, one of the casinos, one of the highest tier casinos out here begins with the B. <coughs> B. Because uh, we had a player come to Casino Quest, and I was teaching them triple bucks with leaving the thirty-six dollar five, right? Because it pays fifty. Right. I I like to bet a thirty-six dollar five because I don't care about the I don't care about the forty cents. I just want my two green checks and move on with my life. I don't want and and if I'm a dealer, I love a thirty-six dollar five because I only have to cut out two green checks. Yes. I could be a lazy ass dealer. I don't have to cut out. $49, because right. for us, you know, $49 is, is more effort. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? Yes. Why wouldn't you want a $36 five? How it's could so you not easier. want it? So much easier. Anyways, this dealer would not let this player bet. Kept handing the dollar off. We don't do $36 bets here, sir. Has to be in increments of five. And I was like, what casino do you work at? This, there's not a casino on the planet that doesn't want you to bet a $7 five. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, the breakage. They love I the mean, breakage. I mean, they love the breakage. If, if you're a player and you bet $5 on the pass line, right, and we have a point, and you do not want – if you put $10 on top of your money, right, and I go to help you and I say, excuse me, sir, ma'am, let me help you with that, and I go to put it as odds, and you're like, you know what, I don't want odds, and you put it back on the pass line, God bless you, I'm done. Yep. There's not much yep. more I can do for you. Every casino in the world wants that bet. Yes. Right? They don't want to pay money. odds. No. And we could even be like, oh, well, that's a fantastic bet for you because now you're getting rated for all $15. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How great. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? Yes. But, but yeah, so any dealer that you come across, by the way, I would recommend just because they work at a certain place. That doesn't mean talk to the supervisor. Yes. You know what I mean? Or leave. No, don't, don't deal with that. No. And we're like anyone else. We have good days and bad days. One thing that I learned early on, when you get to work, you're supposed to leave your problems at the door, like every other job in yep. the world. Yep. But it's not always easy. So we will have good days and bad days. But if you repeatedly have the dealer that's just mm -hmm. a bad attitude, play a different game. Yeah. Play on the different side. Yeah. Or like Dave said, maybe speak to the supervisor. Maybe there's something going on in this particular uh. dealer's personal life where they need some help with. Yep. Because I know MGM is really good with that. We've had sometimes a person is having problems outside of the job mm -hmm. and they may need some counseling they may need someone to talk to yep sometimes it may just be your pit yep. manager your shift manager uh, just a kind ear mm -hmm. you just never know what a person's going through yeah by the way another back to that well thank jerry jerry thank you so much and and we'll get to get to your question here in a second you know one of the other things i used to do was i'd be sitting up setting up to shoot have a terrible dealer and I would tell the stick man, you know, your base man is going to kill your toke rate. Yes. I said, because I'm a dice dealer. Yes. I'd be hooking you guys up, but he's such a, he's such a terrible. I'll tell him right there. Right. Your yep. toke rate's going down. I'm still going to help you out because you're the stick man. You're not him. And sometimes I've gotten a smile from the base dealer yeah. and sort of changed him around a little yes. bit. 
But but you know what's funny? I remember that about you, dude. That's one of the reasons why I wanted you to work with us. When you came in here, that we've had a few people that I've used to work with, and one of them one of them I know came in here, Commiserator, one of the people that used to always find things to bitch about. And we made seventy thousand plus at the Rio. There was nothing to bitch about no. in the nineties. That was great money for a dealer. Yes. And one of the things I know about about Troy was that he was always very upbeat. You know, he would talk about his family and things like this that were going on in his life. But as far as being a dealer, he was also one of those people that he'd be on the stick and have fun on the stick. He didn't hate the stick. There are some crap dealers that just hate working the pole, but you make it what it is. It's only 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. That's yeah. it. Let it go. Yes. All right. Let's get to Jerry's question. Where do you recommend staying playing at? Well, here, we'll break it up. Just leave that. Okay. So where do you recommend staying and playing at here in Vegas? It depends a lot on your budget. Mm -hmm. As simple as that. I mean, we have different uh, tiers, I guess you'd call them, casinos. Yeah. If you're looking for $10 games or $15 games or $25 games, I'm biased being that I work for MGM, so I would want to say them. But it's where you feel the most comfortable at. I've had uh, one of the people at the mall come through and say he always stays at Caesars Palace. Mm -hmm. His wife loves the room, but they refuse to gamble there now. And that's just his personal choice. It's his money. He chooses to pay the full rate to stay at Caesars Palace because of the rooms. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't care for the casino, so he goes somewhere else. And you have to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. You know? You know, we um, we actually polled some of our, our fans and, and people in our community. And amazingly, you know what the number one place to stay at? A Caesars property. Uh, really? Basically because Caes the Caesars comping system is very can be very generous when it comes to rooms, especially. Okay. So depending upon what you do, MGM also has uh, M Life reward, you know, M Life stuff like this has rewards, but it depends on how you interact with the casino. You'll get you get different returns. So a lot of times you just have to sort of look and see what how their rewards are yes. are based, and you know, Stacy Casinos. I always go back to the station. They're they're a fantastic partner of ours. They they employ a lot of dealers and they work with us. It's a locals place, but everything you do at a station casino counts towards your comps. Oh wow! I mean, if you you can go in the gift shop, you get a room, you eat. Okay. Everything literally is is part of that experience, right? Okay. And of course, with station here locally, anyways, you have access to lots of properties all over town. A lot of the places that locals like to go to that's affordable. Yes. But I um. As far as the staying go, for me, it's all about the room. Okay. I don't mind if I'm if I unless the room is like free, I'm gonna stay there. Clearly, yes. I mean, yeah, of you know course, what I mean? of course. <laughs> but uh, you'll notice that the dynamics of the rooms out here are very, very different. Some of them are a bit smaller. Other rooms are a lot bigger. Some of them have certain types of amenities. The nice thing about Aria, even though it's an expensive room, the suites you get shuttle service direct from the airport. So if you like a real hassle-free experience. The Aria Suites, uh, the Aria Sky Suite, what is it? Sky, yeah, Sky Suites. Sky Suites have a fan, one of the few left that have the the shuttle perk, where they'll just come pick you up and take you. A lot of hotels, MGM used to have a reservation booth literally at the airport. They've gotten rid of that, and many of the hotels no longer have the sort of hassle-free experience where they pick you up, unless you're a player. Now, if you're a player, they'll pick you up anywhere. Well, they'll you know literally I mean? pick you up and carry you. They'll, yes. Yeah, they'll take you anywhere to go, but. If if just by default when you book with Aria at the the Sky Suites you get you get that shuttle it's basically it's it's like a, a white glove type of experience they'll they'll have somebody pick you up take you to the room show you the room give you the whole tour 
And Arya uses a lot of tech. So inside the room as well, it's a very, if you don't like getting up to open your curtains or do anything, you want to just sit in bed the whole time and veg, Arya is the place for you yes. because they literally have remote controls for everything. You yep. can just control the whole room. And that that's another thing. So if, if you're someone who really wants to be on vacation and not be hassled by a lot of stuff, you have to look into, I have an extensive, I, so I was working with a group out here as a consultant. I can't mention who, but I put together, I compiled this massive list. I had to research 104 casinos wow. and work out every amenity. I have a list, it's about 328 items, even okay. including which ones you could open your window. Oh, wow. Because some people want fresh air. Okay. And a lot of casinos now, they have that little hole, and you got to yeah. press the button to get like a whiff of air coming through your room, this kind of thing. But so when it comes to the rooms, like what I want is I want a coffee maker where the Keurig isn't like weighted, where every pod's going to cost $9. Wow. Okay? $9. Wow. Some places, 9 bucks to do the pod. Uh, I want it to be you know, included, yes. right? So like, I want a coffee maker. I want a window that opens. I want 400 square feet. So I have all these things out because I've been here. I've, I've been able to compare a lot of okay. rooms. And not everybody checks that off, by the way. Right. So a lot of places uh, really depends. So where you want to stay. We I would love to one of these days just to have a, a show literally on amenities. Yes. So, and, yes. and yeah, let people know like how, because we, we really, we know. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of that. Anyways, all right, so playing at, that's really like how you play, what you play, what kind of games you like. I got I need 20 Carquino at the casino I'm playing at. Yes, which right. most places have. Uh, there's a few not places all. that still, a lot not of some all. strip places have not gone to the 20 card yet, sadly. Sadly. Uh, and if I'm playing dice, I want a $5 game. Yes. Even if it's like midweek or you know graveyard, I got to have a $5 game at some point. But, uh, but yeah, one of these days, we should put together, like, a cross-reference of, yes. like, why to go there, what to do. Yes. Everything is different, really is. One thing I think that would be very helpful for everybody at home and a lot of people that come to the mall is if we could find out what casinos offer what minimums, especially on craps. Yeah. We get asked that every day. All, all the time. I know. Right. Maybe put up, like, a reference thing at the yes. casino, at casino Quest. So we, we're working on a, an app. That will have a lot of this in there. Okay. By the way, that'd be awesome. Uh, so people, when people plug in, it'll be available to you. It'll be available to our our users. Because it's the whole thing. We're Casino Quest. We want right. you to go to wherever you're. Exactly. That fits your. So if you want a certain type of table, certain type of bonus bed, certain kind of machine, certain room. Yep. You know what I mean? Before the pandemic hit, we had started working with a lot of uh, the concierge desk. And guess what was the first concierge desk to work with us? Aria. Wow. Aria started sending people over first okay. thing. Yep. Fantastic! They, uh, they, they love Casino Quest. I think <laughs> there's a few it's fans a over thing. there. There's someone. We're yes. not sure who it is, but yes. there's someone over there who's a big fan. So good for you. Fantastic! All right, wait a minute. You, we took down the rest of his uh, stuff. We uh, we hadn't finished his question. All right, <clears throat> what's the best players club? Where can you find the fire bed at? Thinking of a May trip? We'll stop by CQ. Fantastic! We'll see you in May. My birthday's in May. Just so you know. That's why he's coming out. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 35 again. 35. 35. What do you think, buddy? 35. <laughs> it's one of my favorite birthdays. Dennis is officially fired for laughing at that joke. <laughs> you okay. can't replace Sticky. Come on. No, Sticky. Well, yeah, because he's so sticky. He can't replace yeah, Sticky. I exactly. mean, what, it's like it's like that that booger that gets stuck on your hand and you can't get rid of it. It's you know stuck I mean? to you. Yep. Stuck. Um, all right, best players club. What do you think? It's really hard to say. It really is because I've heard a lot of great things about Caesars. Mm -hmm. um, one of our students is mm -hmm. a regular player at yeah. Caesars. 
and he thinks they have a better comp policy than MGM. Yep. And what I tell you. Yes. And it, it comes down to what you like, what you what you can get the best value for your dollar. And unless mm -hmm. you sat down with that big formula, because people ask me all the time how comps work. A lot of times it's your average bet times amount play, time played times a multiplier. The better the game is for you, the lower the multiplier. Yeah. Your dice, your blackjack, your baccarat have a smaller multiplier. You go to the carnival games, you get a much higher multiplier. <laughs> yeah. For some uh, odd reason. It. No, no, yeah, we can't figure that one out. That's yeah. so yeah. That's true. Um I I, I wanna I wanna get like rated for everything. Yes. I want to have uh, everything I spend. Uh, that's why I like the station thing. But I, I will say, back especially when Caesar's Bacchanal Buffet was going, that was one of the perks they used to give away at the tiers. They give you like a hundred dollars credit to the buffet, okay. which was enough to get like one and a half people to dinner. But still, <laughs> but still, because uh, oh my god, I, I actually had to go there to research. So at one point, one of the research points we did was just buffets. And I'm amazed at all the amenities. So the buffets didn't they didn't add like on the weekends, right? They have like gourmet dinners, like they oh, have wow. where they upgrade the price and then they have like the chef can come out or you can sit at the chef's seat, then you can get, you know, different types of wine included. Oh, wow. And next thing you know, you're like over a hundred dollars per person yes. for this flipping oh, buffet. Yeah. Oh yeah. All these different add ons. Um, we can't wait to the the first buffet to come back right now is uh, Cosmo Wicked Wicked, the Wicked, Wicked Spoon. Spoon. Yes. Yeah. I've it's fantastic. It really is great food. You won't you won't be able to figure out what some of the stuff is if you're like me and you're like a Denny's, a regular at Denny's or, or Olive Garden. Yes. Some of the dishes at Cosmo are very foofy. Yes. They're good. They are. But they they got names that uh, you might not remember. If you're that type of person that likes to try something new. Yeah. That's the place for you. That is a good place, and you get it individual. They they yes. even before the pandemic, they'd serve everything like you don't have. Yes. There's not like a big ladle no. that everybody's like sharing. Yes, it's like this is yours and this is exactly. for you. you individual portions. Individual yes. portions. There you go. And a lot of people really like that. No, yeah, they people, do. Yeah, people love that. That was I, that was the first time. That was the first buffet I ever went to and saw like for like the whole buffet was like that. I've been yes. to places where you get like a basket of fries. Right. Everybody gets yeah. one basket because yes. they don't want people whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the Cosmo, it's literally every everything was like that. Yes. You know. All right. Well, oh, oh, here we go. I did, uh, uh, what else is there? Where can you find the fire bet still? Station Casino still has a fire bet. Yes. Yes. That I do know. Stations definitely has that. Where else? Bally's, I was told, now has the fire bet and all tall small. Wow. They're just giving away money over exactly. there, printing money, dude. Why not? How all those bonus bets are so in the favor of the yes. player. Those are, free. Favor, those are handouts. Yes. Oh, <laughs> They're exciting when you win. People they ask are exciting. me, should I play it? I'm like, well, you're playing a game that's already against you in the odds to begin with. Mm -hmm. Why not step it out there? Because there's nothing worse than playing and having the fire bet hit 5,000, 5,000. Oh, yeah, you didn't bet it. 5000 yeah. 5000 And you're the shooter. <laughs> yeah, even worse. Right? <laughs> and then some guy feels bad. Here's $25 yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. I, uh, my, my whole philosophy on gambling is, is that it's, it's there to be entertaining. Yes. And so just entertain yourself. If, if you sit back and worry about all the math, you, you shouldn't be playing. You that's why gamble. they changed it. It's not gambling. It's gaming. It, it is really it's gaming just gaming. It's, a, yes. it's, it's meant for entertainment. Yeah, you have to just go with money you're prepared to lose. When I sit down at Keno, I'm not 
you know, as much as I joke, I'm not literally anticipating. Most times I'm just anticipating going through my money and going home yes. and just being happy to do that. And every now and then we win and it's nice. And it's, yeah, it's yes. a great feeling and we share our screenshots. And, it, yes, <laughs> you we know don't right? show the losing screenshots. Yeah, you we know. We don't show credits yeah. zero. No. Yeah, no. No, that's true. All right, what else you got, Dennis? Oh, good. Joey, Joey501, question. On an old craps table limit sign I'd seen online, it said maximum proposition payout will not exceed 3000 Is that for a single bet or a combination of prop bets? So that's a very good question. We get asked that a lot. Basically, it's whatever straight up on the number that hits. So any combination bet like three-way craps only has X amount on that number that hits. So that number that hits can only pay, and every casino will have a maximum amount you can bet. So some casinos you can only bet maybe $150 three-way craps because you end up with $50 on the 12, $50 on the aces, and that's all they're prepared to pay. Uh, on a horn bet, for example, you might get as high as, uh, what, what, what are you? What can you take on a straight-up horn bet? Why are you putting me under the gun? I know, right? <laughs> it, it, it's been a minute. It's been a minute? Yes. Because so, so normally it's whatever the highest, the 12 and the aces, whatever you could take on the 12 and the aces, right? So if $50 straight up 12 pays how much, sir? Okay, there you go. $1,500. There, there you go. Yes. So if you're on a $1,000 table, it's time and a half. A lot of tables, $1,000 game, $1,500 is the most you can collect off of prop action. It'll depend on the casino, but that's typically the case. Uh, in fact, that table might have been a $2,000 game, could have been a $1,000 game, because casinos love prop action, and they're prepared to take a little more because the Theo on props is a little higher than, on obviously, on place bets and fast line. Um, so on a horn bet, for example, the most you'd be able to bet on a casino, the $1,000 limit would typically be $200 because that puts $50 on the aces and 12. Even though there's only $50 <clears throat> on the 11 uh, or the ace deuce, right? It's, it's, you're, you're betting in equal amounts. You're for equal amounts. You follow? So like, let's say in that case, if you wanted to bet more, uh, that, t that type of casino may let you bet $100 on the 11 and $100 on the ace-deuce. You'd have to just split it up. You wouldn't bet it as a horn bet. You'd bet $100 11, $100 ace-deuce, $50, and, and then $100. So $100, 11, uh, $200, 11 ace-deuce, and then a, a, a $100 uh, high-low. You follow? Yes. Otherwise, but if you're going to put it together as a horn bet where they're equal amounts, you know, divide the bets divided by four, you can only bet what the maximum would be on the 12 and the aces to hit because that's the higher higher value, follow? But I think what he was asking is oh. if your maximum payout is a $50 12, right. and can he bet a $200 horn mm -hmm. and a $150 three-way crap? Oh, no, you cannot bet that. Right. So whatever the whatever the maximum allow per number, that's the maximum you'd be at. Right. You wouldn't be able to create a new bet because then because a, a three way crap is just an easy way of referring to a twelve ace deuce aces, right? And a horn bet is just another way of putting together those four numbers or those three numbers with the eleven. But ultimately you have fifty dollars, you know what I mean? You'd have a hundred dollars on the twelve, you couldn't do that, right? Yes. So the dealer and the reason why some places would post that is because dealers always make mistakes with this all the time. I've, I've seen many, many dealers parlay hard ways or put up hard ways that end up going exceeding the table limit. And then, of course, you end up in a big jackpot if, it's not, if there's not signage on the game or, yes. uh, you know, you end up in. Believe it or not, a lot, of, a lot of people start even in new casinos without knowing what the maximum allowed is. And, you know, we tell our dealers the first thing you should do you enter a crass pit is know what uh, – First, know what the, what everything pays because casinos use different uh, odds here, different paybacks on odds, right? 16 for one. Some use 15 for one. 
Um, and then, of course, what the, what the limits are on your table and not just what your sign says. So you have contract players that can do double limits. Uh, so you need to know what that you don't want to piss off a player that comes up on your first day yes. and tell them no sir no yeah you know yes. sign says typically we know our pit manager makes sure we know yeah, right tonight we have so-and-so in and he that's does it. have double limits because if you have somebody that's double limits a lot of times they don't like to hear no no and yeah, you should know that person has double limits yeah and then uh some older layouts or, or casinos that rely on older layouts they might have different places where they want you to set up Different types of hopping beds. Sometimes a world bet goes on the edge of the seven. They don't have an actual world set up there. Uh, all the highways hopping. They might let you put it. They might, you know, want you to set it up depending on if they have this grid. <clears throat> I know, like um, different station casinos had the, the different layouts. So you know, so just you know, you have to become familiar with this stuff. Yes. But but having that sign could save yeah. a jackpot. So what what happens to the overage? What if there's overage? What do you do? Well, you shouldn't have booked it to begin with, Yeah. first of all. But secondly, if you realize that after, that's when you turn around and call Steve the Floorman. That's my random Floorman guy's Steve, name. Steve, not Ralph? Nope, not Ralph. I like Steve. I don't know why. <laughs> and Steve comes over, and you tell him about your mess up, and then now it's on Steve. Now it is Steve, yes. yeah. That's not something a, a dealer would take under their uh, – no. it's literally just, just shift that that's right to the supervisor. The number Well, the top two reasons to get fired is the dealer, fixing your own mistake, and stealing. Yeah. Don't do either one. As can, we, as that. can we mention the stealing? So <clears throat> so tell me, I never got to see this. You remember there was a guy at the Rio that was fired, a box person, that was stealing the $100 check in the boot and had this thing rigged in yes. his uh, sleeve. Yes. You remember that? Yes. And uh, I, I didn't. I, I must have run into him at some point, yeah. uh, but he, I didn't get to see him a whole lot. But apparently he would stand up and he would do this. <laughs> <laughs> drop into his boot yes. and they they nailed him and there was actually checks in his boot of course yeah when my brother and i we went to dealer school at the same time uh. our dice instructor tim hart i wonder if you're still out there he told us every casino has a thief and they're gonna get caught yeah every casino i've worked at has had a thief and they get caught yeah it's sooner or later and the most ironic thing about the thieves that get caught it's usually a customer that catches them yeah, it's usually a customer customer that sees this going on where we had at the Rio. Mm -hmm. Our five hundred dollar chips were light blue, and they were very similar to our green chips. And this dealer was working with an outside player, and their box, their floor person. The guy would bet seventy five dollars. The dealer would have a green chip, the five hundred, and a green chip. So the winning bet was worth five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, not seventy five. The lady that saw it happening walked into the pit and called the floorman over and said, "I want some of that." <laughs> and well, yeah. he had no idea what she was talking about, mm -hmm. and she told. She was just trying to get in on the action. Well, I don't blame her. Yeah, yeah. That I want some dealer of that and floorman were walked out of the casino. It wasn't a pretty sight. Never to be seen again. And it was just one of those dealers you thought everybody loves him. Yep. He would never do something like that. Apparently, he would. That's interesting. Every casino, and now that I'm thinking about it, I've, I have those stories from almost every casino. Exactly. A, a lot of them is where I, I was at one casino specifically, and uh, it was it was someone palming payoffs for a relative. And uh, they found out it was like their uncle that was playing on the game every night. Like I mean, it, was, it couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah. Right? There, there, there's been a lot of that. Yeah. False ratings. Yeah, oh, the rating thing. A lot oh, of people have yes. taken advantage of that. Well, back yes. in the day, you used to be able to just write a ticket and off you went. Yep. Right? 
Yep. And so there was a lot of family, friends, and neighbors that would hook you up with a, hey, man, you know. Oh, yes. I won't slash your tires today if you give me a pack of smokes. Yep. <laughs> I remember at the horseshoe, I had a friend at the horseshoe, and he would, like, he would throw me cigarettes right over in the pit. You know what I mean? I mean, as many as I, not as many, but as but long still. as I was playing. Yeah. But that was, everybody was pretty much, I would only be in, like, $10, and I would get a pack of smokes. Yep. <laughs> He'd be like, David, here you go, buddy. We you kept know. them at the Barbary Coast in the podium. They yeah. had cartons underneath. Yeah. And all you basically had to do was ask. Yeah, that's hey, here it. You go. Here's a pack of smokes for you. I know. Yeah. Try it now. No, you know, no. you don't get a pack of smoke. By the way, those machines, I don't smoke anymore. I haven't smoked for a while. Uh, those machines, woof, cigarettes are a lot of money. I don't know how you guys afford smoke. At the table games, they're $19. Oh, my God. I swear to God. That's enough to quit right there. That's and, what they did. And the girl will stand there waiting for that dollar. Uh, so yeah, that's yes. what they did. They did that on purpose. Just so they leave her a dollar for yeah. the cocktail waitress. And some guys are like, I just paid $19 for a pack of smokes. You get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I need that dollar. Yeah. Um, all right, what else? Do we have any other questions? Is anybody out there? We Really? All right, let's get back to business. Are poker dealers last of the only game dealers? Uh, yeah, well. No. There are dealers out there in higher-end casinos that only deal one game. SR dealers. If you're a fantastic SR dealer, you're going to see SR a lot. There's also bad dealers that only deal blackjack. There are still some the, legacy and, dealers. And three-card poker. <laughs> yeah, three they, they know poker. two games. Ridiculous. They claim to know more, but yeah. they don't. I know of a, uh, a party pit dealer that was held over at a casino. So they, they got rid of the party pit, but they kept her. Okay. And she she's actually a fantastic personality, but she only knows carnival games, which is kind of stuns me. She yes. actually doesn't have a main game. She literally has came to the school to learn main games. Okay. They've kept her this whole time just dealing carnival games. Wow. And good for her, though. She has a great personality. It's good, but that's no longer a thing. You're not going to go to a casino just with carnival games. No. They, they don't even audition you on no, the carnival games. Yeah, you got to have blackjack, got to have something. But there are some legacy dealers still out there who just deal blackjack because they've been working since they were, you know, they're 60 now. Yes. They've been there since they were oh, 25. Yes. Yep. Uh, and it, it's a thing. You know, poker, by the way, there's a lot of games. So even though poker has really gone down to uh, Ultimate Tech, I mean, Texas Hold'em now, I don't know, Texas Hold'em. And uh, some Omaha, you'll still see World Series of Poker, other poker tournaments that other games sort of, you know, are, are, are involved. World Series of Poker is 19 games. Uh, you know what I mean? They have a lot of different games. Yes. They're not as popular, of course. They might not make the TV so much. No. No. But these po some of these poker dealers, uh, and, and, you know, interestingly, we're actually looking at, at finally adding back poker. We okay. finally ran across someone we think could be a potential teacher here. Okay. Uh, stand, stand, uh, the bar is high though yeah. bar is very high so uh, for those of you interested in poker or poker dealing the, what we have heard basically is if, if the renaissance in Vegas is as big as everyone thinks it is poker will come back but, but we, uh, if you guys know us like we're not going to be teaching poker or graduating poker dealers we, always, we get calls by the way all the time for poker but we, we still poker jobs no even in other markets, it's it's very limited yes. now because there's so many. A lot of these poker rooms either contracted, or you know you got to sit around a table with nine people during COVID. That wasn't really a thing. Although I know that they've they've, you know, there's Orleans, there's Santa Fe, there's some poker rooms that are still going. Aria, of course, yes. you know, and there's a lot of tournament play. But we, I, I I did talk to a casino manager recently, and 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 there the the feeling is, the the Vegas is going to experience quite the renaissance here. Okay. 
over the next couple of years. And if that's true, then we'll see poker rooms because they'll, they'll still they do casinos. They don't make a lot of money on poker, but poker brings in the you know the husband with the wife. The, you know it brings everybody into the casino. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's a low rank game, but it's there for a reason. It's always been. It's like having shows, right? Yeah. Or a buffet, really. Yeah. So, anyways, so we, we're we we might be adding poker back here very soon. And I met quite a few World Series of Poker dealers because the Rio is the home of World Series of Poker. And they're what, like nomads. They follow the tournament circuit. They'll be in Vegas for six weeks for the World Series of Poker, and they know where the next big tournament is. Mm -hmm. They take some time off. They go to the next tournament. Or they skip a tournament. They travel a little bit. But mm -hmm. that's their life. And yeah. they don't have a home casino. They just, wherever the big tournaments are going. Yep. And you can do really well that way, by the oh, way. yes. Yeah, especially some of those, um, you know, some of those, uh, what do they call it, uh, the satellite games. Oh, yes. You know, a lot of the satellite yes. games. You can make, you can rake in yes. some serious tokes, by the way. My buddy dealt those, and he said he made a lot of Tons money. Tons of money, them. yeah. There's yes. some dealers that come to Vegas just for that, actually. Yeah. They don't care about the tournament. They yeah. want to do all the satellite action. Yes. Okay, what else you got? We got a plenty because we got uh, 10 more minutes. What do you think, sir? 10 more minutes? You good? I'm good. You in? I'm, all right, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys like Kino? <laughs> One with the stone, by the way. Love that. Yes. Camelot, buddy. Dude, Kino's the game. I know. Kino is 100% <laughs> the game. Oh, God. I just, I love it. I found out that he, so, so, you know, Troy, we worked dice. I didn't know he was a big, I didn't know he played Kino, but you have to imagine, I, I'm always telling people, a lot of dice dealers, they play Kino. A lot of dealers, period, because they don't want to see a table game. They want to see a slot machine. And Kino, video poker takes brain power. You got to you gotta think about which card to hold. And <laughs> I'm always pressing the wrong cards. Yeah. So I was like, wait, I could just pick my numbers and press a button. I'm, I'm in. in. Yeah. Yes. And so so he's here at the school for like a week at one point. He's like, look, look, Dave, look what I won. <laughs> and I'm like, no way, Kino. <laughs> and then off we went. Yep. Uh, all right. There it's you go. It's the greatest game. It really is. If you go in bars now, they'll have 10 to 20 bar top machines. 80% or higher are Kino players. Yeah, because Kino, I think, has taken over from video poker. Oh, in by some way. far. But especially yes. locally. Video yes. poker used to be the king, clearly, oh, but Kino now is big. Yes. Yeah, Kino, strangely enough, is big. Okay, uh, one with the stone. Love that reference. I'm yes. thinking uh, I'm thinking one with the stone is a Camelot reference. Uh, I love the whole uh, Camelot mythos and the, uh, yeah. All right, how would I come to your school to, oh, learn? I'm thinking learn the game more. That's probably Sticky that, because uh, Sticky has to type him in. He, he doesn't know how to type, and he doesn't know how to spell, so there's that. That's but uh, anyways, now he's like, that's it, I quit. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to kick over the camera He's like, leave. well, he's like, if you pay somebody, well, yeah, you know. We, we, we donate to his favorite charity. There you go. And that's me, so there's you go. <laughs> so it works out nice. <laughs> you got to fund the keynote. There you go. Wow. I get it. Well, yeah, that's the yep. thing. Um, how would I come to your school? So you just stop by, 2605 South Decatur, southwest corner of uh, Decatur and Sahara, yes. and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a tour. There's yep. never any pressure to sign up. We have plenty of students, so we, we show you the thing. We give you the rundown, what's available, what's out there, and uh, that's it. And that's you just uh, learn about the games. Uh, we, don't, we always uh, tell it like it is. Right now, we have a lot of casinos that are starting the onboarding process, so that, that's where we're at. We had... There was a, there's a period now, kind of like um, this gray zone, where casinos hire they hired they ramped up a little bit in advance of the, you know what was going on, and now they're kind of 
on pause for a second. But in the next couple of weeks, we have a real high-level meeting with one of our casino park. By the way, we do we still have jobs in Mesquite. There's still a few places. Boyd, Gold Coast is always sort of has a turnover there, so they're always looking for dealers. So yeah. there are jobs, but a lot of the jobs are coming soon. Yes. Uh, so even at 50%, a lot of the casino revenue is being driven off of the casino. A lot of people are coming out to play, either slot machines or table games. So a lot of casinos are using the space that they have and the table license they have to really max out their table yeah. space, get as many deals as they can. And now that uh, the restrictions are being loosened, I mean, it's, it's been busy. Like, yes. casino pits are busy. Yes. So, uh, yeah. And I think it's a good time right now. I've told a lot of students this, not just because I work here, but right now we're in a phase with Resort World opening up and them taking dealers from other properties. That's going to open up spots there. Yep. So, so people in the Tier 1 are going to move to Tier 2, and it's like a domino effect. Yep. We've had two of our students recently. One went to California to work. The other one went to Boston. Yeah. They got offered really good jobs. They learned to deal here at the school, and yep. through they were two mm -hmm. of the students who were here every day. Yeah. They came in every day. They worked. They got better. They auditioned. They got hired. And, if, and, and like we said earlier, if you're maybe interested in moving, I can guarantee you the job. If you move, if you come to CG and get certified by us, I can make sure that you get onboard. So that's the, that's by the way, that's the relationship I have made sure that if these, well, we're not sending anybody out of market where they gonna show up and have to go through all this whole process of auditioning and not know if they have the job. If you're prepared to actually move and accept a job in another market, we're gonna make sure that that's a thing and that you're guaranteed to start there. Now. If if you screw that up after you get in the door, that's kind of on you. But as long as you're you you know we give the, we give you the green light, uh, we'll we can get you. Uh, we got. By the way, we're all about de-rigging the system. For those of you out there who think that that's it, we're we're a fully diverse, uh, very diverse, a very uh, sort of open-ended environment, and uh, we uh, we accept uh, everybody and we promote everybody. We want everybody to succeed here at uh, CEG. So, uh, you as long as you have um, you know you can deal. You know, there, you're good to go. All right. Is David coming to Sapphire Day Club for my bachelor party? Uh, if you're paying, sir. There you go. I mean. It's uh, not a cheap date. <laughs> it's not going to be a cheap date. Uh, I'm actually pretty cheap, though, because I don't drink uh, a lot of the expensive alcohol. I, I, I'm, I'm, I happen to know Sapphire does not have Kino. Uh, that's going to so be you know now disappointed. Yes. Uh, Alex loves that place, by the way. You won't have to ask him, like, at all. He'll just be there waiting. There you <laughs> like, go. He's like, that's his, like. Uh, Sticky, where's your favorite place to eat? Dennis, where's your favorite place to eat? Is it uh, Taco Bell, sir? Oh, um, uh, he just rolled his eyes. He does He's not a big fan of Taco Bell. No. Um, I would say if it's Sora Ramen, probably. Which one? Sora Ramen. Sora Ramen. Uh, or we're a Thai. Really like that. Oh, we're a Thai. Yeah. So we've been going there. We're a Thai. He's been in. So I, the ramen thing. Oh God, it's not Danny's, dude. I they no. they love this. It it does taste good. I will bet. And every time I open up the thing with the egg and everything, it just smells like someone farted in my face. And then but from there, I'm good? out. It does taste good. It tastes amazing. It does Paris. taste amazing. But anyways, I love weird Thai. I love Thai food, dude. Okay. But but for me, I'm always they ask always ask me how much spice you want. I'm a, I, and I'm like, you know what? Eh, not so much. Okay. <laughs> if you're not a spice guy, I get it. Does it come with a pancake on the side? Then maybe I could do a spice. There you go. I could do it. I could. I could absorb the spice with the pancake. Yep. All right. What do you got, buddy? You got more? We got five minutes. Wow. 
Marvin Lai, with money becoming more inflated and minimum wage going up in Nevada, do you agree that dealers will make more money in the future? That's question number one. Aside from Vegas, are there any other states that make equal or more money as a dealer? I got answers. What do you? I'll let you go first, sir, just so I don't, you know, go right ahead. What do you think? I believe the dealers, and like Dave was saying, yep. you can honestly put in your time and within seven to ten years be at a higher tier casino making sixty seventy eighty thousand dollars a year yep i know right now in california mm -hmm. there are tribal casinos where the dealers are making that money starting yeah they're making seventy eighty thousand dollars a year fresh out of dealer school blackhawks making 30 bucks i mean they're making over 30 an hour 30 that's a fantastic that's job. 240 plus your hourly yeah you know what I mean? That that's another sixty dollars. That's three hundred dollars a day. Yeah. What career can you start out making three hundred dollars a day? So, question number one: uh, Inflation is going to start kicking in here eventually. I think that's going to happen. And I, and and the cost of living is going up in Vegas. Uh, rent's a little more expensive. The one thing that's been kept low is the cost of food, and sort of the commodities are are, are low here. So like those kinds of things. Gasoline. Is kind of in the middle because we get some of our gasoline from California. We don't play California prices, but we don't play like Texas prices or Oklahoma prices, that kind of thing. So the cost between the cost of living and inflation, I, I think the the earnings opportunity will be a little a little diminished. But remember, you know, uh, wages will you know obviously minimum wage has to go up accordingly, and I, I think that as uh, the attitudes of money a little change, you know, people. I think tokes will stay fairly appropriate. We'll stay in, say, in the line. So right now, according to Bureau of Labor Statistics, well, according to all the, all the data we have, the average off-strip dealer makes about $36,000 a year for a full-time, not including benefits, by the way. The right. benefits add to that quite a bit because you get medical benefits, you get to eat at the, most of them have employee dining rooms, and there's a lot of, if you add all that up, maybe it adds another 5000 a year or something like this. The average strip dealer makes fifty-four thousand. Is what we we I always tell people fifty thousand because I don't you know fifty-four, but that's only because you have you do have a lot of casinos right at that fifty thousand uh, mark. Believe it or not, there's eight that we know of, and we won't go counting up. And there's a few, Aria, Cosmo, Win, uh, Bellagio that make well in excess of that. That make uh, you know uh, uh, I won't uh, I won't tell you. Well, we won't have. Uh, uh, so 95, 90, 95,000 what an ARIA dealer will make that's not on the tow committee. That's not on the tow committee. Yeah, if we're on the, the tow right committee, with the right days off, yes. that's true. A Cosmo dealer last year that we know not on the tow committee made uh, about the same. Uh, ARIA, ARIA actually makes a little bit more. It's considered to be still the number one job in town. Uh, but It was Cosmo. It, they're neck and neck. Yes. Maybe it was Cosmo. They're pretty much neck yes. and neck. Depends on what days and what... Uh, it, you know, they have some really good Tuesdays that you might miss. Yes. If you happen to have Tuesdays off, you kind of get screwed because some high roll is like coming in on Tuesday for some reason. Yes. But uh, so there's there's that. I mean, that's the truth of it. Like anything else, there's going to be a bit of an evolution. But uh, but yeah. All right. So aside from Vegas or any other states, make equal or more money. Without a doubt, Colorado Blackhawk is one of the best places uh, there is. I also think that the. Um, the the other places some of the tribal locations are fantastic it's really it's kind of where it's kind of hit or miss some some do better than others some not so much 
it's much more competitive, the environment. There are many more casinos that are opening up, 20-something states that are legal now, adding more states in the near future as we've, you know, all of us have sucked. I think, quite honestly, Texas is going to go live, so that's going to take – so those some of those places, like in Oklahoma that are doing great, maybe in Louisiana on the border, those those might have – the toke rate might go down a little bit because some of those big, you know, those big players in Texas are obviously going to stay in Texas. Right. So there, there's always that. Um, you know what's interesting is you can always ask. It's never a big secret. If you're looking at some opportunities as a dealer, it, it doesn't hurt. Most of the relationships we have, one of them is with Payne Gaming. They'll, they'll tell you straight up what the toke rate is. They want to know. They want you to know exactly what you're getting into. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's a pretty good answer. That's why we moved this to the business channel, by the way. Okay. It's no more an entertainment blog. It's like a business blog because uh, we give we give the down and dirty, the deep, deep, exactly. deep, probative truths here, buddy. And that's what it's about. <laughs> you you got to tell the truth. I mean. It is what it is. Yes. You know what I mean? The truth will set you free. All right, what else do you got? All right, Freedom Aggie. Come odds working on the come out. Hedge with a three-way seven. Do you take your winnings from the seven or put back the come action with the seven? Ah, do you take your winnings, assuming obviously the seven hits, right? Yes. Uh-oh, wait a minute. What's going on? Uh, we need to see the question again because uh, we were still contemplating. Yeah, we're it. older. We're still, <laughs> we got to read the come odds working so on the come So they had the come odds working. Yep. So he had some come odds there, but he had a three-way to cover whatever that, whatever the three-way was to cover that. Do you take your winning? Oh, do you make the put bets then? So instead of letting the come bets go down, do you then just make put bets at that? Use the seven money to create right. put bets. I would say yes. Right. Because that's what you're playing to get paid on your odds. Yeah. You're not playing to break even. I agree. So yeah, if you have, just for argument's sake, well, I don't even know what a good number would be. But if the three-way seven exactly covers the money you have up there with your flat bet and your odds, you're not looking just to break even. You're looking to get paid for that come bet with odds. So I would definitely put it back. Yep. Yeah, because if the odds hit, you're going to get paid more, right? Yes, exactly. The seven's only covering what the flat and the odds are. Yes. You know, the static, the sort of the static bet. You're, you're really wanting to hit that number. Yep. Yeah, I would definitely put the – I would then create the put bet. Do you know – um. Another same casino we talked about earlier uh, had uh, one of the guys was, was like, I was going to bring it up. We don't take put bets. Oh and I was like, dude, I was like, so, so a put bet, you know, is, is making a, instead of going through the com, you say, listen, put my $5 on the eight and give me 10 odds. Right. Which by the way, a $15 place bet is going to pay you 17 anyways on a regular table on a five. So they, they're going to pay exactly the same, a little bit different. We can go into that other time. But so, I, I, I explained to the supervisor that if someone walks up to the table after a point's established, are you not going to let them put money on the line? He's like, oh, yeah, of course they can bet the line. What does that have to do with it? That's a put bet. Yes. That's a put bet. You're putting money on a number after the yep. point's established. There's no come out rule. You're not going through the come, right? In order for you to go through the come, it has to be on, you know, the puck's got to be off. You've got to be starting a new game. That's where the pass line is the come out rule. After that, it's a put bet. You're literally betting on the number that's put marked. But anyway, he's like, no, 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 that's different. The, the dealer has to physically take the put bet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just like mental gymnastics. Yes. It's The it's game is the game kind of thing. Yep. You know what I mean? I've been at several casinos that will not let you go on a $5,000 game, will not let you bet $6,000 on the six or eight, only $5,000. That's so terrible. That's right? so terrible. What's Aria? That's not a thing, right? No. Yeah, no. of course. 100% you bet 6000 
Yeah. Yes. So thirty-two thousand across at Aria. No big deal. No problem. Nope. Yeah. All right. That's, and that's how it should be. It's so yes. silly. I don't understand. Thousand-dollar game. Twelve hundred dollars sixes and eights. And you to pay I mean? a five thousand dollars six or eight pays. At which one? And what does a five thousand dollars six or eight pay? Oh, you got me. Yeah, see? I'm having a brain fart yeah. right there. Uh, four eighty pays five sixty. And uh, two is 233, 50, 5833. There you go. Fantastic. Who Look wants at that. to cut wow. out 5833? Yeah. No, yes. no dealer wants to cut that out anyways. I know. You, nonsense. Yeah. All right. Anyways. All right. Good. All right. What else you got, Sticky? All right. We got, oh, crap. We're past our bedtime. William Hopkins, is Troy going to teach strategies at KinoQuest? <laughs> yes, he yes, will, I sir. Will. Uh, I will teach you. We're gonna go out next. My very next trip out to uh, wherever we go, uh, you got to come with me, dude. We're yeah. gonna have so much fun. Old Dice Deal is playing Kino. That's yes. what it's gonna be called. Old Dice Deal is playing yes. Kino. Why not? All right, last question. Oh, Sarcastic King, how you doing, buddy? We've dealt to Sarcastic King back okay. in the day. He's another old. Uh, Hello, Mr. David and Mr. Troy. How do casinos feel about facial hair when applying and being a dealer there? What is considered too much hair? All right, go, I'll let you go with this one, sir. It's different by casino. Cosmopolitan had a much more relaxed thing to wear man buns. Guys had man buns. Guys had ponytails. It was perfectly acceptable. This is not acceptable. This would be because it's longer, but this little whatever you want to call it on my face, I would not work with this. Yeah. I, I'm clean shaven at all times when I'm dealing. All this is cut off straight. My hair is usually longer, laid back. But they don't want men's hair typically below your collar. Yeah. Uh, so it really, really depends. We we have we run into that with the tattoos yes. and a lot of guys, even gauges. So you, you, those kinds of things. It's it's. Uh, so the the more, uh, the the less sort of classic you look, the less casinos want you to have it. That's really the rule. If you like to wear gauges, long hair, and have a beard, it might be two casinos left for you, right? If you're clean cut and clean shaven and everything, then every casino, even when it comes to tattoos. So the, the big rule in the tattoos is don't cover your face. D try to keep them off your – you can have them on your neck. We, we, we recently had a, uh, a student with neck tattoos, and, and it turned out fine. HR, I guess, wasn't so sure, but the casino right. was, like, not a big deal. We, they don't want them on your, your face. We, had have, we have had a student with tattoos on their hands. Wow. And that was a tough one because the they had like what looked like an eye, but it could easily be a check, so they couldn't clear their hands. Yeah. But what they have to do is they have to every time they get off the game, they have to hold their hand up to the camera so they could see it a little closer. But at least they gave them a job. But they yeah. yeah yeah she she managed to get a job. Wow. So again, it's really uh, about you. We we have a, I have a guy who's got literally tattoos everywhere. And uh, not on his face, though, but on his neck, arms, everything. And he was hired by a Caesars property that, that loves that. Okay. The, the hiring manager loves tattoos, and the pit likes a little alternative. I, I applied at the Hard Rock. And uh, they, they were like, you know, uh, the hiring person there were looking for people with a little edge. I didn't I have see, any yeah. edge. I was all-American. Yes, yes. I could have been on a Denny's poster kind of right. thing. And, uh, but that's how the Hard Rock was I'm, back I'm then. I'm pushing for the Denny's uh, promotional. Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, but that's how. But the Hard Rock was that. They, I, I, back in the day, if you had gauges and all the other stuff, you were probably good. That was probably yep. okay. That was like the one place in town that you could be a bit. And the Palms kind of followed that. Yeah. And then Cosmopolitan. 
And then the Cosmo, yes. yeah, not a big thing. No. A lot more free. But like the Gold Coast is old school. They have very specific, uh, yeah. you know, instructions. So you just don't go there because you know that they're not going to yep. hire you. They they, yep. they have very specific requirements. So yeah, good. All right, I think that's it, sir. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. We're way past our bedtime. Uh, just so you know, Troy, it's been uh, a real pleasure. I really enjoyed it, Dave. I have. Uh, you know, this is the circle of life, dude. Yeah, it is. You were there at the sort of the beginning the of beginning. my career. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, in I was the only early years. In the early years. Yes. Uh, and and we're the next. We're sort of the old next old generation. The old guard. The old guard a little yes. bit. You know, we know people. Obviously, when we were starting, we knew people much older than us. That a lot of the downtown, the old crusty mafia. Uh, by the way, so you, I, can I just go throw this in one last story, just so you know? I want to put this out there because I, hopefully this will come back, and he'll he'll by some miracle he hears this or listens to podcast. Riviera, you mentioned the Riviera. So if those of you who used to be watch Sopranos, someone from that show, Steve Sharippa, used yeah. to work there. He was the maitre d', and then he became the entertainment director. And uh, I I used to I used to know him. He used to I used to go to the shows there quite a bit. I had a friend that worked there, and okay. I used to show up. And by the way, he was the nicest guy, dude. Uh, that same voice that you because now he's now he's a big movie star. Yeah, <clears throat> but I would love to have. But I would love Steve Sharippa. Uh, you know he's a big guy. He's uh and uh, he's just this really happy, yes. always happy, always go lucky. And trust me, that job was not easy. No. The Riviera had five shows, and uh, it was tough to manage all the entertainment acts and all the personalities and everything else that was going on there. But man, every day he you would see him, and he was always happy, always happy to help, and go out of his way. Entertainment director would literally walk down and take you to where you wanted to yep. sit. Everything just hands on. Did you ever get to meet Steve? I never did. Uh, I never did. Dude, he is such a great. I, I really, I really hope I run into him again because that'd be fantastic. Because he was really that was the Riviera is one of those places that I connected with when I was first in in. Uh, wow. They had these nickel machines. I used to love playing. I used to love the whole big. It used to be the, one of the largest casino floors. Yes. Even though it didn't have the most table, but it had a huge, huge casino floor, and it was just so much fun. You had all those shows. There were lots. They were had Christopher's Ristorante. I mean, all these classics. Some of you out there who remember, and Steve Sarippa. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm watching The Sopranos, and there he is, guarding Junior. He was the guy that would was guarding Junior. Yep. He was, yep. uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The big guy guarding Junior. Yeah. And there's one thing to me, and you made me think of this, mm -hmm. when you go to a casino and you put your cash in and you cash out your ticket and you go over here and you get your cash back, that's awesome. But back in the day when you get five rolls of nickels yeah, and you feed those nickels five at a time into your machine and then uh. you cash out and you got to ask the girl to bring you more buckets because you got three and four buckets full of nickels uh. and you're walking to the cage yeah. like a boss. Yeah. You're carrying all these nickels yeah. and trying not to spill them. Oh, that was so much that, fun, That was dude. great. I'll, and the I'll ching ching, I, we were talking with the Trent the other day. Our, our, uh, he's he's with us at Casino Quest. Our new, he's helping us. Him and Carla, they're part of Get. And so we we were talking about the old the clink clink clink, that you know you got so excited yes. to hear that. You yes. know you would hear that across the whole casino yes. and be like, oh my and you god. Looked. And Even you though you looked. can't see, no. you still looked. Clink 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 clink, and and that whole sort of very visceral you know thing that went on in the now casino floor. And yeah, a lot of that is is now it's is, just uh, the paper. But they've replicated. So you know when you cash out your paper, it makes that it noise. Does, it's sort just of, not the same. It's a digital noise, yeah. but that's how they replicate yes. it. I didn't even remember that or think about that until until Trent told me. Like that's that's why they do that so right. that it feel it has that sort of old Vegas yes. feel. We're gonna have old Hopper games 
with the tokens okay. at Casino Quest. Some of the original light-up games. We, we, we did a vlog the other day we're going to be featuring. And it's so cool. For every coin, you remember you used to light up coin number one, yep. coin number two. Yep. And now, boom, yep. now you can win the, yes. the, big, the yes. big prize. <laughs> and some people only play two coins. Yeah, they no, thought no. it made a difference. No, it doesn't make it. You're gonna no. win when you win. He's a, so Trent explained all that to us. Yeah. You know, I have all my superstitions though. As I hear Trent in the back of my head now with all the math, and I'm like, that's okay. I still got my, I still got my things. And there's people that swear. Sometimes you put the player's card in. Sometimes you take it out. If you don't play with the player's card, that you win. Yeah, it no. doesn't make there's, a difference. There's a lot of those things out there. Yes. All right, good. All right, well, fantastic. Thank you, Troy, very much. And uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, even if we post late because we got busy. We posted late, but every Wednesday, 630 until we say otherwise. The next show we're trying to have at Fashion Show, we're trying to get all that set up. It looks fantastic. Wait till you guys. We're going to start sharing some pictures of the build out. Uh Oh, we got Sticky laughing away. What happened? <coughs> Did we get cut off? Oh, we... Well, David said five minutes left over. Five hey, minutes hey, I know. <laughs> hey, is anybody still there? So there you go. So everybody's yes. haters, you they're, know what I mean? Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. And uh, thank you again, Troy. Glad to be here. And thank you to Dennis for being on the box. Yes. All right, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>